Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Home court is dead in trial. Why ain't I see you round back when I was down? I'm home court is dead in trial. Why ain't I see you round back when I was down? They ain't believing me in the beginning. Who wanna hang around now they see me winning? I'm home court is dead in trial. Why ain't I see you round back when I was down? Yo, 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 what's up, world? It's your boy, Big Court, from the Holding Court Podcast. You already know what it is. And today's episode is sponsored by none other than the uh, the nah, 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 the ice cream man himself, Master P, my big brother. He's got this new ice cream, vanilla. I love some ice cream, but this is, I'm telling you, it's rich, it's creamy, it's all of that. It's, you know, this is some next level stuff right here. So y'all go to the uh, grocery store, tell them people, we ain't talking about Baskin-Robbins. We need that ice cream man. So, man, go check that out at your local uh, grocery store. What's up, world? It's your boy, Big Court, here at the Holding Court Podcast with the beautiful, incomparable, award-winning actress, Jasmine Lewis. Hi. Yeah, yeah. Hi. You see that? Did you like that? I did. It was that, so good. That was some ghetto Johnny Carson shit. A little ghetto, a little um, Jay Leno. In Jay Leno? Too. A little bit. But I, I like I don't it. have the chin. No, thank God. Nor do I have the money or the cars. Or that. Yeah. But, you know, we take what we get. Okay. Is that what you do? You take what you can get? No, I get a or lot. Or you take what you can take. I take what I can take. <laughs> well, you don't got to bust me out right yet. We, we've been in this show one minute. <laughs> we ain't got to talk about it yet, dude. It's all good. It's all good. Man, I, uh, I appreciate you coming. Um. You and I uh, have become dear friends, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, of course, I had to have you roll through here. I appreciate um, it. I don't think that you get the credit that you deserve in Hollywood. You know? Really? I do. I oh, do. Wow. And I'm not saying that from a, a, a personal place because I know you to be a, a great person, yeah. a great human being. But your talent is phenomenal. And the fact that you are able to perform at a high level in a male-dominated business so even on the business side you being a producer mm-hmm. you know um a real producer on top of that with that many stick my name on it exactly I many production it. credits so right. you know kudos to you for doing that i don't think a lot of people know that about you but we're going to touch on it because okay. that's what we do here touch things touch things yes yeah. we touch things we touch ourselves we do that often you do uh, sure oh wow that's how i stay sane really sure Man, you better be careful. That thing might fall off. It will. Kick it around the it's floor. It's been around for a long time, so I think. You've been around for a long time. How long? That long? A little bit. For real? A bit here and like there, ha- yeah. half a century? Uh, no. <laughs> and don't make me punch you in the face because I ain't scared of you and your muscles. <laughs> I know you. No. Not. I know you not. Um, I'm scared of you. <laughs> so um, let's start from the beginning, you know, because oh. we all know your rise to success and we know you from the movies, but I want to know what. Jasmine Star Lewis, what she was, what what who that is? You really um, said my middle name. I did. I on know a you. podcast. I know you. It's not in the public. It is. No, it's if you not. Google it. It is. It is. It is. That's how I know it's hey, two Google. R's or two T's. It is. Yeah. See, Ew. I knew that shit because I read it. Why do you know it. that? Why does Wikipedia? Oh know my it? god, I've kept that a secret for 
30 years. You need to fire your team because it's out there. I need to find my whole team. Yeah, that okay. motherfucker's out there. Wow. Yeah, all your shit. Your birthday, too. No, one of them. Like, they I, they had me born in 1962, and then one point they had me born in 1951. So Damn. none of that is accurate. Really? I know, right? Because it's like 56. I thought we was going to stay friends. <laughs> I, <was just> like, <laughs> I thought I we was going to stay friends, you. but clearly just, that's a no. This is what I do. We we go at each other, you know what uh-huh. I'm saying? I, I, we good at this that. This is how we do. This you did call me do. slick, though. Slick at the mouth. You said I was slick at the mouth. You super slick. I heard that. Your mouth super reckless. Not today. You gonna you gonna act right today? I'm gonna do the best I can with some act right juice right in this cup right here. Okay, you ain't gonna jump out of pocket like a handkerchief. I'm gonna try not to. <laughs> it's all right. I know how to stuff you back in. So <clears throat> I know that didn't sound right at all. <laughs> it didn't even almost sound. I know right. we're gonna talk about stuffing things in. All right, we're gonna be quiet. So um, let's start. <laughs> let's start from the beginning. Okay. Um, Wikipedia, Jackson Star Lewis, two R's. <gasps> it's on there. Yes. Told you. I am destroyed yes. right Told now. Told you. you. Oh, you, my God. Yeah, you got to take it off. I, would just, I don't know how to do that. I'm snitching it. on you. See? You. I didn't snitch on you. I seen the shit. But public record. Public record. That's your team. Fire them motherfuckers. Go ahead. What's my birthday? <clears throat> March 22nd, 1976. Okay. 76. That's my year. And? Okay. Wikipedia is smart. I believe the internet. Actually, I thought you was born in 80. I like you better and better. I thought you were we better 80. friends yeah, now. Yeah, I thought you was born in 80. You're but... <laughs> so much better friends now. All good. All mm-hmm. good. Let's start from the beginning. You are from uh, uh, Ohio, mm-hmm. a suburb of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, Cleveland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what is it? Um, I know it. What is it? Again? Well, I was born in Columbus. Columbus. But I was raised in Lorraine. Lorraine. Which is about 20 miles west <clears throat> of Cleveland. I think Lorraine is was on the map recently for the black dude that slapped the white dude in the store with the uh, tea can. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. That's how Maybe y'all, not. I don't know. <clears throat> that's how y'all get down in Lorraine? You know, we got to do what we got to do. Mm-hmm. And so we do. Okay. But yeah, yeah, we, it's a little country, a little city, all mm-hmm. mixed together, and you just got to survive. So what was your childhood like? My childhood was, uh, wow, we've never talked about my childhood. Mm-hmm. We're going there. We're going deep. My childhood was very interesting. I come from a multiracial background. Mm-hmm. So I, um, growing up in Lorraine, I didn't go to public school. I mm-hmm. went to private school. My sister, my middle sister, mm-hmm. I'm the baby of three. She, uh, The school that I went to, we had to get tested into. You had to actually get tested by a psychiatrist, have a, get your IQ evaluated, and get into the school. Mm-hmm. I started in kindergarten, so I didn't have friends from another school and want to stay there. Mm-hmm. So I did my best and got in. My dad, who was a doc, who was a doctor, um, was a stickler about education. Mm-hmm. My middle sister, she's a, a, a decent amount older than me, so she had already gotten friends, and she was in like sixth grade and or seventh grade, and she didn't want to leave her friends, so she failed the test, mm-hmm. and it was the first time I saw my dad lose it. Mm. She failed the test on purpose. He knew that. Okay. Um, but going to that school, it was called Lake Ridge Academy. It was mm. in Sheffield Village. And um, there, in total, from kindergarten to 12th grade, there's 350 students. There were six minorities. Mm. John Kim, Jamie Mom. John Kim mm. was Asian. Jamie Mom was Hispanic. There were the McGowans. There's three of them, Kelly, Lenora, who was my age, mm-hmm. and the sister. Can't remember the sister's name. Mm-hmm. 
and one more person, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And, and so it was an all-white private school wow. um, filled with doctors and lawyers' kids. Mm-hmm. So everybody had money, which was great and terrible at the same time. It's the first time I ever saw drugs. I didn't, I didn't partake, but, and all the teachers knew that, but so did all the friends. So in, I, I never, I held a black beauty in my hand for the first time, which is a pill. It was like this big. It was a capsule. What kind of pill is it? All black. I've never heard. I'm not 100% sure. I think it's an upper. Okay. But they're called, this was a long time ago. So they were called black beauties. Mm -hmm. And like I said, it's a capsule. It's about that big. Mm -hmm. And um, because the school was what the school was, Mm -hmm. you had to ask a teacher Mm -hmm. to go out and get a drink of water. Obviously, you have to ask if you want to go to the bathroom. Right. But to go get a drink of water from the water fountain right outside the door, kids had to ask. Mm -hmm. Everybody knew I didn't do anything, so they would hand them to me, mm-hmm. tell me to go out and get a drink of water, ask for then the, the kids that were known to do things, but ask to go get a drink of water, have to show their hands. There was nothing in there because I was holding it. I didn't know what it was at the time, and I didn't know exactly what I was participating in. This middle school? No. This High is school. second grade. Oh, shit. Third grade. Damn. Fourth grade. Wow. All of that. Okay. So I would go out, stand at the water fountain, get a drink of water, hand them the pill and go wow. on back in the classroom. So you were a mule way back then. Apparently. Wow. <laughs> I'd never been reduced to a mule, but apparently I was. <laughs> That's what you It were. wasn't that far, but yes, I was a mule. <laughs> okay. But it exposed me. I, it wasn't until years later that I understood that they were actually drugs. Wow. But it exposed me very young. Mm. And, you know, I went to that school. I was definitely racially profiled because the McGowan family were black kids. Mm-hmm. Jamie was Hispanic. John was Asian. Mm-hmm. And I was a combination. Mm-hmm. And the white kids didn't understand yeah, me or right. my heritage. They see my parents and they go, well, what are you? And all yeah. these things. So it was a bad, it was a bad, it was a terrible time. And I definitely got out. Of, I graduated at 16 just mm-hmm. to get out of school. Wow. wow. Just to get out of school. And like I said, you had to take a, an IQ test every year. Wow. Just Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. To stay in the school. So I was like, I'm going to excel to get out. I've been locked in lockers overnight. So you, it was So you terrible. were subjected to bully, to being bullied? At, 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 the, at its lowest. I mean, wow. like, the worst part of I it. I never knew that. The worst part of it. So, like, I learned to defend myself very young. Mm-hmm. Um, but also roll with it, mm-hmm. you know? So I graduated to 16 and, and, uh, but before that I, I started in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew I wanted to go to school for music, which I did. And I graduated, uh, with two music degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started touring at 14. Yeah. Well, uh, I want to ask you something. I want to drag yeah. it back just a little bit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, that's an interesting struggle. Um, mm-hmm. Many times you hear about minorities, mm-hmm. you know, just black or mm-hmm. brown people, mm-hmm. but mixed kids, mm-hmm. you know, that struggle. I think it's worse. Yeah, because it's like, I understand it's hard to find your place because for this side, you're not good enough. And mm-hmm. for the other side, you're, you're not, not good, good enough. enough. And we, there is no place. I mean, you say you, you struggle to find your place, but there is no place. Mm-hmm. Where is the place? You don't go on this side, you don't go on that side. And, and I was subjected to kids that had the money and the means and the the lineage not to care mm-hmm. about how I felt. Right. And the I'll never forget his name was Billy Marshall. He was the headmaster's son. He hated me the most. Really? White kid? Okay. 
He was the headmaster's okay, son. Right, yeah. So he was absolved of all wrongdoing yeah. at all times. I mean, she the made fact sure that they that. call him the fucking headmaster. Yeah, well, that thing. was private school. Oh, shit. That was, that was like elite plan. private school. Not just I regular private school. That was never, not Catholic I school. I've heard of that. Elite private school. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have seen my kid there still... with somebody they're going to call the headmaster. Oh, yeah. It's like some Head plantation ma- shit. Nope. It was just, yeah, that was elite private school. And so Billy who? Marshall. Okay, what did he do? Never forget him. He's the one that locked me in the locker. He's Uh the one that threw me downstairs. I mean, it was it was bad. Okay, it was really bad. Um, So real quick, Billy Marshall, we want to send a shout out to you. Fuck you (laughs) and everybody. Everything that you you stand for. (laughs) We we googling you, Billy. (laughs) Billy Marshall. We gonna find out where you at, Billy Marshall. We we pulling up. Ohio. We pulling up. (laughs) Yeah, his mother was the headmaster the entire time I was in school. So she was. That's the principal. Just in case anyone doesn't know, Mm -hmm. a headmaster is a principal. Okay. And so, you know, he was, he didn't, he could do anything he wanted. Wow. And do you think that possibly he liked you? No. Oh. I 100% don't think he liked you. Okay. Me. You know what? Let me circle back. As an adult, I've never been asked that question. Yeah. Maybe he did. Yeah. Maybe. Because, you Maybe know, as kids. He used to pull my hair all the yeah. time. I have really long hair and yeah. he used to pull my hair all the time. <clears throat> I, I remember one time I thought we were crossing over to a better space. We were in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And we, like I said, we all went to school together. There was only 350 school students in the entire school. So okay. everybody knew each other well. We were in seventh grade and I walked into class. It was French class. Mm-hmm. And he was sitting in his seat and I'll never forget. He said, Jasmine, you belong on the cover of a magazine. Mm-hmm. See, he was choosing up. Let me finish. Okay. And, I, and I, I did that too. I was like, oh, maybe he's trying to be nice to me for the uh-huh. first time in the name of Jesus. Okay. No, he said, Jet Magazine. Do you even know what that is? And that's what he said to me. So he was, tr- he was, it wasn't a good thing. Uh, that's kind of a compliment. Cause Jet was not the from shit. him. Not, yeah, but not from him. I, <laughs> I mean, think this that was, was not his, 1972. But I mean, I mean, but that was his, his, I, you know, I don't know. It's still fuck Billy, no, but I'm just he, saying yeah. maybe he, he was, was no, just, it a, was bad. you don't think that he liked you and, and just, if he did, how he showed it was terrible. But that's what little boys do. You know, I didn't have to do that type of shit. We went all the way. We, we up all the way oh. to, High school. He wasn't a little boy no more. Well, I mean, he still did. hitting me, beating me up, pulling my hair, I mean, scratching my face. I have scars now. Wow. But I mean, he did so much fuck shit when y'all was kids. By the time y'all became adults, he probably was like, well, shit, I got to just keep this train going. because She ain't going to fuck with me now. You know, so that's true. how that's probably how he could get your attention. You you may be right. I bet you we're we going to find Billy. I'm going to find his ass Which, on Facebook. the high school you guys went to? Billy Marshall. Lake Ridge Academy. Okay. In Sheffield Village. Find that motherfucker on Facebook. I'm There's a William person. Marshall that passed away two how, years How old ago. was he? Born in 1975. No. No, Billy was younger than that. I'm older than that. So he would have been, you know, okay. he was born, he was. You guys are about to be pissing on gravestones in a cell. I was I'm about to say, I'm <laughs> about to say, won't he do it? <laughs> no. Wow. We're going to look him up. Okay. We're going to look him up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're going to we gonna pull up on him. Cause I've, I've tried. Have you? I have. Okay. We gonna, I'm going to yeah. help you. We're going to help you with that. We're that's going to be a new show where we confront bullies on, on the court. From childhood? Holding court. I like it. Hey, hey, actually. Bully. Rest in peace to my big brother, Tiny. We actually developed a pilot doing that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, me and him. I'm into it. But, uh, okay, Billy Marshall. So... He fucked with you up until high school, mm-hmm. and and you graduated at sixteen, basically to get away from Billy Marshall and Pretty his much. bullshit. And and everybody, it wasn't just okay. Him. Okay, but 
But I mean, I know you to, and I mean, I know you as an adult, but I mean, you know, you're very charismatic and very confident. Were you like that then? I'm sure you still had friends or not. I did. Okay. I did. I had, I had four friends okay. that were in the school and two friends that did not go to the school. Okay. okay. And they're still my friends. Okay. Today. So what did you want to be? Like when they asked, raise your hand, what did you raise your hand and say you wanted to be? I wanted to be in the family business. Both of my parents are doctors and I wanted to be a doctor. Really? What kind of doctor? I wanted to do internal medicine. Okay. I have a propensity for medicine. It comes easy to me. Uh-huh. Um, and that's what I wanted to do. You want to be like a proctologist? Like... Not a proctologist. <laughs> I believe I could venture to do those things, but uh, no, not a pro. <laughs> what? I was just saying you want. I didn't know. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what kind of doctor. I mean, I could, I could test my skills. Would you like a an exam? No, Are I'm good. Sure? I'm good. Yeah, because I got a little I mean, Asian female doctor, and okay, that's hell. She can. It is. Yeah. You know. I had my. But prostate. my fingers are. I got slim. I got piano. I had my prostate checked like two years ago. Oh. Yeah, I felt violated, so violated. See, like my sugar waxing, I'm just saying. I, I was like, Violation. oh, Jesus, God, please, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And she's less laughing at me. Of course she is. Yeah. I mean, I think I would have been good at it, though. Really? I have a gentle touch. Do you? I do. <clears throat> I'll take your word for it. You want it. me to examine you guys? I'm good. I could I'm practice. Good. Ken knocking on 40, it, you, it's time for you to get that. You're not 40 yet? No. We're going to practice right here. You know it's prostate time, Ken. All right, zoom in. You know, <laughs> you know it's prostate time, Ken. Yep. I mean, depending on how the dating work goes for me, I'll, I'll let you know if I end you up. You keep me posted. Yeah, I'll keep you guys posted. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that I, I, you know, I've always encouraged. It's so funny because on social media one time I was talking about that. And I know we kind of deviate and digressing a little bit. But I was saying I was, you know, I was encouraging the motherfuckers to follow me. Like, hey, especially if you're well, a black man. Done. You know, take care of your health. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, you know, especially because we already are predisposed to, you know, certain shit, prostate cancer and things like that. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, take care of yourself. I mean, honestly, though, everybody, man, my my grandfather died at like 52 because he didn't do that. He 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 had prostate cancer. Yeah. Really? Wow. And you need a colonoscopy, too. Yeah, he could have just checked and mm -hmm. potentially got rid of that. Yeah. My doctor just uh, gave me a referral for that. Yeah. It's it's time for you. Yeah. You're old. Is it time for me? It is time for you. Take the, the pill, go to sleep, and let them stick something in your ass. <clears throat> oh, can God. we say ass on here? You can say whatever the fuck. Oh, that's you want. nice. That's yeah, good. come on, this whole court. Stick this is what we do. You're talking about him, so say we. No, you're, they're whatever. gonna stick Paul, something stick nothing, in your no, ass. No, nothing being stuck in my ass. My doctor, shout out to my doctor. She's done it, but other than that, no. Well, that's what I mean. Somebody gonna stick something in your ass. Gonna see what's up there. All right. So you wanted to be a doctor. Yes. So what? What? Where did that dream go? Uh, it's still here. It doesn't mean that I'm never going to do it. Uh, but, uh, I had, I was, I had an affinity for music. I was, I started playing my first instrument at two and a half years old Okay. and I learned to play everything by ear. And then I took music lessons and then I learned to play them better. So, um, it was something that came natural to me, came easy to me. Mm -hmm. And I never intended it to be a career. I intended to do it just for fun. Mm -hmm. And then... And what instruments do you play? All of them, except for wind instruments. So I started with piano. Okay. I went to every string instrument. So guitar. I, I toured as a bass player. Mm-hmm. Um, I play guitar. I play violin. I play oboe. I play everything that wow. has strings. And uh, my uncle was a pretty famous jazz uh, drummer, mm-hmm. uh, my Uncle Frank. So um, 
I learned to play drums very young. I can play anything that you want unless it's a wind instrument. I just never got into blowing Wind shit. instrument mean, oh, you never got into blowing shit. Blowing into oh, shit. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so. Very different thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> you had to have, you know, strong jaws. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> so you don't have strong jaws? I don't think so. Really? Maybe not. You look like you have a strong jaw. All right? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'll go home and find out. I don't know. Shout this out. podcast goes off the rails about every five minutes right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Shout out. Asking. Shout out to the homie Brian. Salute <laughs> to you. Anyway. Good luck with that tonight. <laughs> um, so, okay. So you say, fuck it. I don't want to be a doctor. I did. I never said that. I just, I just started. I started. Um... Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Touring very, very young. Okay. And I was an anomaly. So, okay, so that so you started touring at when? 14. Four, 14, with, 14. With who? With Roger Troutman and Zap. Everybody that was from Ohio. Really? You know, um, Ohio players, like everybody. Wow. And um, the bark, well, there's a group mm-hmm. that was my second tour and I was not quite 15 yet. And, um, as a female bass player, I wasn't, you know, they wanted to keep me a secret, mm-hmm. but they have a very famous bass player. He's still around and he's still very famous. And I'll never forget my first tour. They liked what I did, but they mm-hmm. couldn't see, I wasn't allowed to be on stage One, I was too young mm-hmm. and two, that would look ridiculous. Yeah. So he was just never plugged in. And I used to sit, on the side of the stage behind a curtain and my mom was back there with me and I played everything. I could see the stage. Damn. Um, so I played everything and he was out there killing it. You don't want to say who it was? I can't know because okay. they're still touring. Okay. Just without me. So how is so, he doing this shit and you're not there though? I mean, he he could always play. Was he high? Uh, no, not then. Oh, okay. No. Okay. No, he just, I was better. Oh, wow. So <laughs> but, let me ask you, did you play on the songs or you just played? Like, no, uh, well, I started, I played on songs later, but okay. but as a 14, 15, 16, 17 uh-huh. year old, I was just doing tour. I was just touring. So how did you even get introduced to that world to be in a position? To My uncle, who was a okay. pretty famous, was a pretty famous jazz drummer, okay. would bring me into the studio. And that's when I met um, Parliament and George Clinton and, mm-hmm. and, and Bootsy Collins. Mm-hmm. And I was 13 and a half turning 14. Mm-hmm. And I would just go sit with my uncle and just watch him, you know, and I'll never forget the in the studio next to where he was playing was um, George Clinton and, mm-hmm. and all of Parliament and most of Funkadelic. Wow. And I love the music. So I would just go over there and sit and it's watch. It's yeah. still, I still yeah. on my phone now. Yeah, that's dope. So and what I was that like? Watch. I mean, you 14 and you hear playing music with I loved these it. stars. They I have a bass right now. There. My 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 most special bass mm-hmm. I got from Bootsy. He literally was there and he was like, this little girl is coming here every day. He was just watching us. And he said to me, he said, can you play that? And I said, I can. Mm-hmm. And so I, because I had my bass at the mm-hmm. time. And he said, I'll tell you what. If you, he took the bass off of the stand and he handed it to me, it was a Fender Precision fretless bass. So there's no frets on it. Mm-hmm. And I had not played a fretless yet, but I could play upright, which is the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just giant. Yeah. He said, you come back in a week. If you can play this, you can have it. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. And I learned to play in a week, everything he's ever played on every song he had ever played at the time. Mm-hmm. 
I still have that. He gave it to me and I still have wow. that place. And then I ended up playing for them years later, That's touring cool. with them years later. That's crazy because a bass guitar is pretty big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't I'm imagine. Kind of big. I can't imagine you holding something big like that. I mean, Top chip. I got long five arms minutes. and big hands. So Five minutes. <laughs> five minutes. Every five minutes. I'm good at big. I do big well. Really? I do big, big best, in fact. I mean, okay. You know, I'm not a big person, yeah. but I have an affinity for big things. Right. Hence why you're on the big court holding court show. Boom. Boom. With big muscles. With big muscles. There we go. There it is. <laughs> okay. So, um, <laughs> so yes. Um, that's that. That's dope. I that never transition knew that. to, to I touring never knew with that. everyone. Okay. So, what what did your parents think about that? Especially them being so educated. My dad was not excited. Right. So you didn't go to college. I did. You did. I did. But I went to. I didn't. I, I think I stepped on campus what fifteen times. Okay. I was doing what I was getting a degree in. Mm-hmm. So they counted that as credits. I had to do undergrad. So yeah, so I had to do all of that. But as far as getting my degree in music, I have a, um, my my music degree is in um, composition. Mm-hmm. So I can read and write, mm-hmm. which is what I had to do because I was like, you know, if this all goes to hell one day, I, I can teach. Mm-hmm. And you have to have a degree to teach. Okay. So I, I never really intended on using it, but I have it. Okay, what school did you go to? Ohio State University. Oh, okay, that's in Columbus, uh, Ohio. Right? Issues, yes. Okay, I've been there before. You have. I have to yeah. Ohio State or to Columbus. To both. All right. Yeah, both. That's where I was born. Yeah, can't get them. They don't make them like me no more. They don't. They broke the mold. It's over. Over. Done. Just I've saying. never ran into anything like you ever. <laughs> no, that's a compliment <laughs> or what? I don't think so. But no, that's I a good thing. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. You're one of one. Well, there we go. <laughs> so, uh, so you do that. What's the craziest thing that you've seen? Because them back then, them groups I can was tell you, live. One of the craziest. Yes, they were. They were live, especially George Clinton. They There's, were on that LSD man, and shit. So, well, they smoked a lot of weed. Right. They did a lot of. They look the all public, so the they did everything then, that they yeah. did. Right. But that wasn't early. That was before me. Okay. They transitioned to mostly weed okay. when I came. As you know, because they're older than me. But well, so what is this? The eighties, I'm assuming. Yeah, because early. I mean, early. Okay, so they hadn't transitioned into coke yet. I, I I never saw them do it. Okay, but I did see. The, you asked me the craziest. What's the craziest thing? thing? Yeah, that happened is has to do with coke, and it was a group that I was not touring with. Well, I was with Roger Trotman and Zap at the time. Okay, touring with them. Mm-hmm. We had been on the road for about two straight years, mm-hmm. and we were doing a show with another group. Very famous group. Mm-hmm. And I was I was only girl ever, ever, except for Shirley Murdoch, who was a grown woman. Oh, man, I love Shirley Murdoch. I love Shirley t- still today. Yeah. But she would come and go. She didn't hang out with the guys as much yeah. as I did. I was everybody's, like, kid. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty protected. Right. And I was just sitting on the tour bus waiting to get off to, so we could go play. And the other group was on that tour bus. Mm-hmm. And the lead singer said, bring it to me. And there was a silver tray. A mountain of cocaine, mm-hmm. and he had a McDonald's straw. You know, McDonald's straws are yeah, really thick, thick. they're not thin. Yeah, and he took care of it, Damn. walked down on the stage, and killed it. Let me see. Let me take a shot at this. It was Uncle Charlie, wasn't it? I didn't say that. I'm saying, I'm guessing, I'm just throwing it was Uncle Charlie. Wasn't it was, it could have been a lot of people, to be honest, because yeah. everybody was doing a very similar thing. <laughs> but I'm thinking of who would be on tour with that group and who got nostrils like that. Does he have nostrils like that? Yeah, that boy got some nostrils on. Does he? Yes. You know that for a fact? I've heard. Oh, I don't know that part. Yeah. But yeah. 
I mean, we actually had his we actually had his dope man on the show. You did? <clears throat> yes, we did. We did. we did. we did. Nice. Yeah. Um shout out to Uncle Charlie. Who is still classic and wonderful. Yes, yes. You know what? My mother told me, I bullshit you not on everything that I love. My my dear mother told me that uh Charlie Wilson should have been my father. She was into it. She was. She loved Charlie. Who Wilson. wasn't into Charlie though? She I was literally told me I that. I was too young, and I was like, she I might literally get into told it. me that. She said Charlie Wilson should have been your daddy. See, <laughs> who would you be then, man? Right. I would still be. I You'd would be just small, instead of Courtney, I'd just be little small. Charlie. Right there, you go. I'd just be little Charlie. Hey, ain't a bad day. Yeah, I probably have you know vacuum cleaning noses too. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know that he does. I have you seen it? Nah, but I mean, he. You know, listen. He. You know, he. That's public record. He's talked about him overcoming that. So, you know, I'm sure. I'm sure he did. I'm, I hope he does. Yes, because he he's did. T- yeah. uh, such a talent. Yeah. I mean, you don't. I saw those kind of things take a lot of really. I think it's why I never touched it. Right. Because Absolutely. I was exposed to it so young, and mm-hmm. I saw it take a lot of really amazing musicians that I admired down. Same with me. I Now, you know, me coming from the environment that I came from, I seen it firsthand, and, you know, in yeah. real life, it touched my family and all that. So yeah. I think when you get exposed to it early, that's why I don't smoke. It's like you make a decision. I don't smoke. I don't drink. Mm-hmm. I never have. Mm-hmm. I don't like being around Oh, except people. one time you drank, and that's how you met your wife, and you got the courage. Oh, yeah. That, I, well, yeah. I was a kid. Right. You, know you said you never yeah, did. I'm I, saying. Well, that's you why know, you got your lovely wife. Well, well, in terms well, he has of... Some, you know, liquid courage. Well, no, that's not how that happened. Well, I know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was on some pimp shit. What are you talking about? I was on some pimp shit. Anyway, we so... Stop. <laughs> Young Bootsy Collins right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So with the... Uh, I, I, I was drinking that night because I was thirsty. Yeah. That's all it was. It was it them was. little Cisco shots. You I know. know what I mean? No, it was Everclear. That's like lighter fluid. Yeah. I've never had it, but I've smelled it before. I was like, I think I could set something on fire with this. It's like pure alcohol. Yeah, I was on one. I didn't have my first cocktail until I was 35 years old. I didn't touch anything. Really? Mm -hmm. Damn, that was a minute ago. It was like five minutes ago. (laughs) No, (laughs) I know your minute. That was sarcasm at its best. I'm an addict on the show. I did everything. (laughs) That didn't do anything. I think it's because of my exposure. Yeah, absolutely. So... You you go on tour. How long did you tour? I toured for eleven straight years. I never came home. Damn. Ele- so fourteen. That's how I stopped. Okay. Is because I woke up on a tour bus in the middle of the night. I didn't know who I was with or where I was, mm-hmm. and I went. I think I'm done. Okay. That and that was when I was done. So damn. So from fourteen to twenty mid twenties. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. What's some of the groups that you played with? All of them. Name them. Who are they? Uh. Roger Chapman and Zap. I mm-hmm. toured with Parliament. I toured with Funkadelic. I toured with the Ohio Players. I played for Prince's Prince's first female bass player. That's how he got a female years later. Wow. And so for him, I toured for him and uh, for just a year, though. That was just to get out of my Paisley Park deal because he wanted me to be an artist mm-hmm. and he wanted me to be something. At- if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. The time that I didn't want to be. Like Vanity? Yes. Yeah. He saw he saw that, but he saw a music. He saw Sheila E and Vanity smash together in mm-hmm. me. I could see it. And I loved Denise. I loved her. She yeah, was for awesome. Sure. For sure. Um, she wasn't the talent that he wanted, but yeah. she had everything else. Right. 
And he wanted the talent that Sheila E. had it as a musician yeah. mixed with a look yeah. that Denise had. I could see that because Vanity was dope. I liked yeah. her, but she couldn't really sing, but no. she had the look. She, and she had charisma, charisma. she had personality, yeah, she yeah, had yeah. all that stuff. She was dope. So he wanted to turn me into a combination of those mm-hmm. two and basically be naked on stage. And at the time, because I was a female playing a bass, which mm-hmm. is a male-dominated instrument, Mm-hmm. And I was young. I was like, I don't, I'm not trying to be out there and just be a girl in heels. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to be more than that. Yeah. I get the appeal of it now. Right. I ended up doing that later. Right. But at the time I was like, no, you need to take me serious. That's a, so I was like, look, I signed and I wanted out of my deal mm-hmm. and he wouldn't let me out. And how I got out was touring with him for a year. Wow. So what I kind of out. guy was Prince? A genius, mm-hmm. a scary amazing genius. Why do you say scary? Um, because you didn't know what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you couldn't predict him. There was pieces of you that wanted to, but you couldn't. So it's best to let it go and just mm-hmm. figure out what he was a perfectionist. He was, he would change clothes before he, he would walk in a studio, not feel his outfit. Mm-hmm. Us. We're just waiting there. Could be all night. Cause he'd go home and change 15 times <laughs> until he felt the moment. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. And then he would play. And then you were you either stayed or you had to go. If he could pick your instrument up and play it better than you, which he could all of them, mm-hmm. you needed to go. Really? Yeah. It was he was he was I learned more than anything with him. Mm. Anything about not just what I did as a musician, but my attitude. Um sort of he was an all-encompassing performer. Mm-hmm. And I learned a lot. Like I needed to be the best at what I did because mm-hmm. he was the best at what he did and he did it all. Mm. So was his like behind closed doors? Was it, was he the same as his public persona or was he different? He liked to cook. Mm-hmm. He liked to play basketball for real and he did it in heels and he yeah, did it better I heard than anybody. That. I everybody saw. says, Oh my that's God. True. But that, that's a hundred percent the truth. Yeah. I watched it. He'll do it in the middle of the night too. He get everybody up out of their bed. We all, we, we going in the back. He, he lived in, <laughs> he had a place in Beverly Hills at the time because uh-huh. we used to record at Larrabee uh, West, which mm-hmm. is in West Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he would get out there. Everybody get up. Wow. We going to play basketball. He could really. I heard he ran his ship with a, with an iron fist though. You know, that he pretty much. Yeah. yeah. It was his way. It was. Yeah. It was strictly my vision. You do it my way. Yeah. 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 That was, that was never a question. <laughs> really? <Mm-mm. laughs> not, not if you wanted to stay. Wow. Yeah. So that's, that's genius though. I mean, Steve Jobs. Here's the thing. You we say never the had thing. a problem with it because we knew who he was. We knew what yeah. he did. And how are you going to get mad at somebody that does what he does? You go, how do you want me to do it? And he'd tell you. Prince. Once. Joe Jackson. Mm-hmm. Steve Jobs. And that's it. Yeah. Wow. Like, they're, they're, Bill Gates. They're but ultimately, you, you felt the love. He was a good dude. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. He was. What was the craziest thing you experienced being around him? Him or anybody around him. <laughs> here's Either. what. Okay, here's what. I, I'm not going. I'm never. I'm, he's not here with us anymore, so I'm never going to disparage him. But he couldn't drive. Really? Jesus. I'm talking about everybody was scared. <laughs> We'd all go from the studio. We're going to get something to eat. Yeah. There's four or five cars. Mm-hmm. Everybody would run. His brother Dwayne looked just like him, but he was six four. Uh huh. And and his little brother wasn't, uh-huh. even though Dwayne is the younger brother. Okay. Um, everybody run to everybody else's car. Nobody run to ride with him because he can't drive like at all. <laughs> and he he get mad. So we can't go nowhere. Everybody, somebody get in the car. Somebody get in the fucking car. 
Really? <laughs> yeah. I only happened to meet once. I only had to get in a car once because nobody would get in the car. He he really wasn't a good driver. Wow. Um, Is it because he could barely touch the pedals or he just didn't? No. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm just saying he was a little guy. And I know it could be hard to drive in heels. The shade comes <laughs> off of this side no, I'm of the saying, road right Prince. now. I fuck okay. Prince. Talk about the I road. Mean, I mean, oh, yeah, no, he was, he just couldn't drive. I think Michael Jackson couldn't drive either. Really? No, I was in a studio. I wasn't playing for him. He was in the studio next to us. We were somewhere else in the studio. And I'll never forget, he, it was... Everybody go out and move your car from the parking lot. Michael's on the way. And he had a, he was driving those big jimmies at the time, those really big ones. Yeah. It was white. Fucked up. Six cars in the parking lot really? on the first try. Came in the studio and said, now he'll pay everybody for their car, but yeah. he said he created art. <laughs> i never forget. He said it was art. All cars fucked up. Really? I mean, he couldn't drive either. So, so Mike didn't hit your shit. Not and, mine. No, he hit everybody, everybody else's shit and came in and said. It was art. Oh, wow. He created art. I created a masterpiece outside. Please don't do his voice. <laughs> frightening to me on another level. I created a masterpiece outside. You guys go out and look at it. Take a look. <laughs> but so also, he just cashed everyone out, though. Yeah, because he knew he knew it didn't feel like art to them. <laughs> Wasn't you art, know what? But to him, it was art. Eddie Murphy told, uh, told a funny story about Prince. He said that. He said that Prince, he seen a T-bird, mm -hmm. and it was going past his house. Mm -hmm. And it was driving crazy mm -hmm. and a hubcap came off mm -hmm. and he said he was just kind of looking and the gold makes a U-turn, comes back. He said Prince hops out the car yeah. and grabs his, lost that <laughs> grabs his hubcap. Something. Yeah. <laughs> he, couldn't, he wasn't a good driver. That's he hitting a curb. That's usually when it pop off. Yeah. <laughs> I had no doubt about that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So at so you tore up until 25, 26. What made Younger, you, but yes. Okay. What made you, you know, say, okay, I'm done with this. I woke up. Okay. I woke up and I didn't know where I was. And that, that was a scary thing to me. Okay. Because I wasn't on drugs. I wasn't drinking. And you wake up on a tour bus with a bunch. You don't know where you are or who you're with. Mm -hmm. Because I was moving around and I was like, I'm, I think I'm done. Okay. So then, I mean, what did you feel like you wanted to do? I didn't point? know what I wanted to do. I know I had never had a nine to five job in my entire life. Okay. I had a, I could teach because I had a degree in music, but that wasn't interesting to me. So I literally, this was a time way back then when you could just say, I'm going to be an actor. Mm -hmm. And you know, like, you know, they say ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Ignorance was bliss because no one said to me, well, you can't just say I'm going to be an actor and then be one. Right. So I said, I'm going to be an actor. And I was working with a kid that lived down the street um, on his music. His, he was doing, he was singing. He was like um, 10 at the time. Mm -hmm. And his mother, he was also an actor. I didn't know that. I was working You're on You're still in record. Ohio. No, no, no. I'm out here. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I'm in my 20s. So I went down the street, uh, knocked on their door, and I said to his mom, I said, I know you manage him as an actor. I'm going to be an actor. Mm -hmm. And she said, okay. <laughs> and I said, so I want you to manage me. Mm -hmm. And she said, um, this was on a Tuesday. I'll never forget it. And she said, well, it doesn't really work that way, but can you read for me? And I was like, well, yeah, I can read. I didn't know what, I, I was so, you know, yeah. I was like, I didn't know what you meant. Right. She was like, let me give you some, some sides. And I was like, what side? Yeah, I did the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So she said, just read this. Yeah. And it was two pages. Mm -hmm. And I read it and she's like, oh, you're good. And I was like, okay, let's, let's go do this then. Mm -hmm. Let's go be an actor. And she's like, I'm going to manage you. The next day she had me an, a meeting with an agent, but not like an agency. Right. An agent. Mm -hmm. It was one guy, one office, one phone. He didn't even have a secretary. It was that was the next day. 
And he said the same thing, read for me. Well, I got it this time. So I was like, I know how to do, I know what that means. Mm-hmm. So I read for him and he said, I'm going to take you on. And I said, he said, where's your headshot? I said, I don't have a headshot. He said, what about a resume? I said, I don't have a resume. Mm-hmm. And he said, okay, we're, we got a good start here. That was sarcasm. Right. He knew someone over, he knew a casting director that was casting Martin. Mm-hmm. And the very next day, so now we're on day three. Mm-hmm. I had my first audition for Martin. It was only one line. And mm-hmm. my manager called me and she said, you need to go in and you need to read what they tell you to read and, and then come out. Mm-hmm. She said, you need to wear a dress. I said, got it. I showed up. I read. I left. That night she called me and she said, you booked the job. I didn't know what she was talking about. Wow. I I was moved, I had moved on to something else. It was that evening, but I had moved on to something else. And I, she was like, remember you went in for Martin? I was like, oh, yeah. She said, you booked it. I was like, awesome. Mm-hmm. On that Monday, I was on set for the first time. Wow. And and so that was, how long was that from the time that you told her, I want you to manage me? Four days. Wow. Well, see, Tuesday, I had her. Wednesday, I had an agent. Thursday, I went to the audition. Mm-hmm. Thursday evening, I found out that I booked the job. And on that Monday, I went to work. Wow. Never took an acting class up at no. that point. No, wow. no. And I, I went to work and I stood around on, on the soundstage when it wasn't, I only had one line. So I, like I had a lot of downtime mm-hmm. and I, that was back then when you do a week, you do Monday through Friday, you didn't shoot till Friday. So you just rehearsed mm-hmm. and fooled around mostly just played around. Mm-hmm. And I stayed on set when everybody was at lunch, I was on the soundstage. I was <clears throat> looking at everything. I was watching everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just did my one line and, and. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. I literally had another audition on that Monday. I, we shot on Friday. I had another audition on Monday, but now I have a resume. I have one thing on my resume. Mm-hmm. But it also made it so that I could join the union because I had a speaking role on a TV series. So back then it only took one? That, that I was tapped hardly then. Okay. Yes. Okay. So um, I, I went to my next audition on that Monday, booked that job, and I didn't stop working for maybe 15, 16 years straight. Wow. And I got my first series regular less than a year after I got in the industry. Wow. Which was? Good news. Good news. Now, who was on that show? And what David Ramsey. Was that was on UPN. That was when okay. we should just go to UPN and everybody worked all the time. Yeah, I remember you. You didn't ever not work. Mm-hmm. Whether you were series regular or guest star or recurring or show hopping, it was constant. Mm-hmm. We, we, you just could go to work. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like it is now. Um, but yeah, I, uh, it was good news and David Ramsey was on there and mm-hmm. Guy Tory and, mm-hmm. uh, Tracy Sherelle Jones. We're all still friends. Okay. And that was my first series regular. And that was the first time that I was like, 
So you want me to do this TV show mm-hmm. from Monday to Friday. Usually on Monday, we just did the table read and everybody would eat the really good food and go home. I was home by 10 o'clock in the, in the morning. Mm-hmm. The only long days were Thursday and Friday. And I was like, you're going to pay me $16,000 a week <laughs> to do this? I'm in. Wow. <laughs> and that was a low paycheck. At right, the time. right. That was my right, first series. Run. Right. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I, I, I can. I, I'm doing can do that. what I'm doing. And so yeah. that went on for how many seasons did you get out of that? No, we only did two seasons. And that was okay. because we were actually the number one show on UPN. Mm-hmm. But Ed Weinberger, our EP, who is still around, and he, he's the one that created Mary Tyler Moore and Taxi and all those classic shows. And Amen. Mm-hmm. We were, I Good News Amen. was a young version of Amen. Same thing, yeah. set in a church, yeah. pastor. I still love that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you've never seen my show, Good News, I I remember it. I don't think that mm-hmm. I ever watched it, mm-hmm. but I do remember it, though. Okay. Well, yeah. We'll I wouldn't. That. Because the news was awesome. Yeah, I was really young at the time. Mm, not that so, young. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got about one more young than you. And no, but to arm wrestle for this one. Nah, I do. I do remember the show though. It I was do. a good show. Yeah. He, but he was, um, he was, he was Hollywood royalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the next season, UPN, um, the president changed. Mm-hmm. Um, to somebody that was that did not like Ed because apparently. 25 years before that day, he was Ed Weinberger's intern. Mm -hmm. And Ed pushed his desk out onto the street. Ed was a yeller. Mm -hmm. He was, he just, it is what he was. Mm -hmm. That's what he did. He would scream and shout at everybody and he Mm -hmm. didn't care, you know, Um, but people respected him. Mm -hmm. And he yelled at him and he pushed his desk onto the street. And obviously he quit. Okay. And Ed said, basically, fuck you. Please don't ever come back. Yeah. 25 years later, he canceled our show and Good News in one fell swoop as soon as he became president. Not because we weren't great. We were the number one and two show. Ed had Sparks and Good News. Number one and number two show. And he took him away. Sparks was what's Nunez? Was that? Miguel. Miguel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, And Terrence Howard. Yes, I remember that. Because I was doing episodes. We would also go back and forth because they were mm-hmm. sister shows, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we would do guest stars on each other's show. And the upfronts, that's when you they're announcing the new shows that mm-hmm. are coming out. We knew we, would co- we were the number one show. How are we not coming back? So we were all packing our bags. And usually you hear if you're not picked up again months before the upfront. So mm-hmm. you can just go get another job. They'll release you from your contract and you can go get another job for the actors. Mm-hmm. We weren't told that. Ed wasn't told that. They he waited until the night before. Ed was already in New York. Yeah. Our tickets are as a cast were booked to go to New York to do press. Mm-hmm. And we were called and said, "Oh yeah, by the way, you're not coming back." Damn. And he told Ed in the press conference in front of everyone. Damn. So he waited. He held on to that grudge for 25 years. years. Damn. And Ed knew what time it was. He knew that. I, I think he was caught off guard. He wouldn't have been in New York. He didn't really. Know. But once he did it, he knew what it was about. Oh, a hundred percent, he knew what it was about. Wow! 100%. How did Ed respond to that? Uh, I don't know. We okay. didn't. We were done. Okay. So we all went on went on other shows. Wow. So, mm-hmm. so you leave good news. Then what do you? Because you started in TV, basically. You hadn't done movies at. Up to- I had done independent movies, but okay. not like okay. independence, but okay. not a studio movie yet. Um, okay. and then right during Good News, I did a How to Be a Player. How to be a player. Mm, right. How to be a player. How to be a player. Okay. I mean, one of my favorite movies as a kid, How to Be a Player, was dope. Really? Yeah. Which part it. was dope? The whole movie. Uh, the whole movie. Uh, okay. I'm saying, so you had to... 
now, 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 there's, now there's some hate. <laughs> no, I'm saying so. Okay, so how to be a player, right? Mm-hmm. I know you, you and I spoke, and uh, you told me about the situation with how to be Which a player. Which I cannot talk about. Really? Can... I talked to you. Okay, okay. Yeah. But the thing, but that. It, it was a bad thing. Yeah, but it. but it, it wasn't supposed to happen, but I ended up topless on the movie. Right. But I wasn't supposed to, it wasn't supposed to happen. Okay. No. So everybody saw your tatas on how to be a player. Running down the stairs, apparently. You so bouncing. You do? Yeah. Ew, oh. really? You said, yeah. Really? Damn, so you're sitting right across the table from her looking at the infamous tatas from How to Be a Player. I mean, this is Hollywood, bro. I've been around for 20 years. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of ta- tatas in the they industry. Are. So how, how did that feel? Except mine I mean, are real. Y- Just saying. Are they? 100%. Really? Let me, no. although, <laughs> although, although I do remember the movie, so I'm interested on how they ended up. It just, uh, they didn't have a nudity waiver for me. And, and, uh, they, everybody else that they, that was naked had a nudity waiver and I didn't want to do that. Mm -hmm. And then I was told one thing and something else happened. Wow. So how did you feel once you saw it? Violated. I I didn't do any press for it. I don't know if I'm not on the poster. I didn't go to the, um, the red carpet. I didn't Mm -hmm. go to the screening. I didn't, the premiere, I didn't do any, I didn't promote them. So, so just so I understand that wasn't even supposed to be in the movie. No, I was supposed to just be running down the stage. Right, right, right. But so so now you see the movie with everybody else just I to did. see yourself nude and yeah. you didn't think it was going to be that. Right. Wow. So how did you feel when that? Not awesome. Violated. Violated. Much like the sugar waxing. Wow. Did Violated. you cry? No. No. You didn't cry? No, I'm not a big, big crier. Okay. I am. Did you feel angry? I felt very angry. Really? Yeah. I What'd you want? Did some... you want to go do something to him? Yeah. But you know, you I want to go fight. to jail. You want to fight? I'm used to fighting. Really? Yeah, I didn't fight. I didn't fight though. Okay. Yeah, I just, I took matters into my own hands. And really? I feel very vindicated. You pulled up. Yeah, in a way. <laughs> you wanted all the smoke. In a way, I really did. <laughs> I know. I'm not. Well, I am a fighter. I I try not to though. Yeah. 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 Wow. So, damn. So you felt violated from them showing your breast and how to be a player because I don't have a problem. With showing my breath. I understand. I have a problem when you tell me you're not going to, exactly. and then you it do. It was the way they did it. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And I didn't at the time want to show them because I was very new in the industry. Right. So I didn't give them a nudity waiver for that reason. Right, right. So fire me and hire someone that wants to be naked. That's okay. Half the girls in the movie was naked, and they were okay with that. No judgment. Right. It wasn't for me. I'm curious. So being that your parents were, you know, did what were what was their take on that? They didn't. Oh, they were like. My mom is a Caucasian woman, and she's very free. Okay. So you know, <laughs> nudity wasn't a big deal. All right. So she's kind of was she a flower power type? No, not because she was a professional. Okay. But but I I'll never forget my mom. Every time she would come home, mm-hmm. the first thing she would do was take off her clothes walking through the house. Okay. And get to her room eventually. Okay. And find a robe. So nudity wasn't a thing. Not a thing. Oh, okay. Still isn't a thing for me. Okay. When I choose that. Hmm. But no, I, I naked is good. I've been around choice choice is the key word. Well, no, I mean, right. Choice is the key word. Choice. And no, and that's probably for a reason. Right, I ain't supposed to see you naked. Right? <laughs> I'm just, we, what would be the occasion? <laughs> I know, right? That that would happen. I mean, we've been done production. You ain't never said, hey, Well, you know, me. I haven't been on camera. <laughs> and also, I didn't walk around saying, you know, I'm just real hot. Right. I'm going to take off my clothes right here. <laughs> so... All right, how to be a player. So that's your that was your first studio movie. 
That was my first studio. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Which led to what opportunity at that point? Because now a I lot mean, of things. Um, I mean, so now you're in the Hollywood circles. Yeah. So now you you kind of that led to an ABC show. Okay. Was, which was uh, my character was a, a madam, mm-hmm. and she was the. What was the I remember the, show? the audition. It was called Line of Fire. Okay. And I remember the audition. Um, I was the the character was supposed to be a 40 year old white woman because mm-hmm. she was the playing the wife, mm-hmm. and she was a, playing the wife of um, a guy, but she was also a madam. Mm-hmm. And my agent sent me in, and I remember saying, did I get the wrong sides? Like, I was very confused. And she was like, no. But Mary Jo Slater was the casting director. That was Chris, that's Christian Slater's mom. Mm-hmm. And she always liked to cast, like, bring in one or two people completely outside the box. Mm-hmm. I hope she's still like that. I was one of those people. So I walked in the most relaxed I'd ever been because I was like, I don't have a shot in hell, but I like Mary Jo, like she, this casting director, she knew me well. And I was like, she's bringing me in just probably, you know, throw a wild card in there. So I was like, I'm just going to go have some fun. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna go home and go to lunch. Mm-hmm. I went in, I had some fun. And I remember her saying, sit in the waiting room. I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. And they brought everybody else in and nobody in that room looked like me. Nobody. And I sat and sat and I was getting hungry and hungrier. Because, you know, I like to eat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can I go now? Because it's over. And she's like, yeah, can you come back in the, to the room for a second? And I was like, sure. And Rod Lurie, who created the show, he's a, he's a show creator. And it was a little bit about him. Mm-hmm. Um, like black women. Mm-hmm. He was an older white man and he liked black women. And he said to me, he said, you were really, really, because I had a meeting with him mm-hmm. right then. But I had been there for hours. And she said, he said, um, I really liked what you did. He said, this is not, this character isn't, wasn't written for you. Mm-hmm. He said, but if you'd like to do it, I would really like you to do it. Mm-hmm. And I said, could I play a madam in a brothel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, okay, so let's, let's do this. And then it wasn't until later that he told me, he said, I now want to let you know, we were on set by then. We were working. And he said, you look like my very first girlfriend. He was shooting a shot right there. Yeah. He had that casting couch ready for you. <laughs> no, shooting a shot. He was married by then. He had plastic he on the couch and everything. He liked black women. He, yeah. And apparently I did. I looked like his very first girlfriend. And he was like, I just like, you know, you brought wow. me back. And I was like, okay. So it was ABC. I said, I'll take you back. So so speaking of that, though, I mean, so now you, you have arrived. I mean, you're in Hollywood, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and you being an attractive woman, I mean, has that... Emma. Always been, huh? Emma. Yeah, all right. you know what I'm saying. So, um, <laughs> yeah, all right. um, I know. Have you ever been indecently proposed? You know, for a role like, you know, because you are an attractive woman, and we know how this business can be. Like, you have any experience have I ever with that? Been indecently proposed. Um, proposed to. Yes, proposed to for a, a part. <sighs> I don't think so. Right. I think that obviously I've been in rooms mostly once it gets to a producer session mm-hmm. where I have been definitely told you're attractive. Mm-hmm. But no, I don't think I have mm-hmm. ever been um, put in a position to feel compromised. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, I respect all the people that that's happened to and that have passed on the opportunity because they didn't like the way it came right. to them. But I, I started getting established 
more at a time when it wasn't as prominent as it is. Mm-hmm. And then by the time it became really prominent and prevalent, I was already established. Mm-hmm. So they, they just didn't go there. You either offer me a job or not, because right. it, it is what it is. Right. Maybe it's just how you carried yourself, because I think it's always been prominent. Maybe. Men, maybe men, it was. Men in I, 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 men didn't, in I didn't face it, really. And, and if I did, I missed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, you know think that I'm slow so I would have seen it and I just I maybe it is the way I mm-hmm. uh, project yeah. mm-hmm. myself I don't know but I never it's never really happened to me okay. okay no I don't I it's interesting I've been hit on after the job was already in motion mm-hmm. like we were already on set right and it's like you want to go to dinner and nah, I know what dinner means yeah we ain't eating uh, you wasn't trying to get eight I mean go eat no okay <laughs> I slipped out. <laughs> I'll say you weren't trying to go eat. I am with my sugar wax now. That's all I want now. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Um, okay. Okay. No, I didn't. And, you know, like I said, I I was propositioned in a, in the most minor way possible. Gotcha. Because I think I had a bit of a reputation like, please don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. So you commanded respect. I mean. Maybe. Yeah. No me too moments for Jasmine Lewis. Oh, pause. Maybe there is. Not exactly, not for a job. Mm. Something did happen to me. Really? That I've never, ever, ever publicly spoken about. My husband knows. Mm-hmm. You ain't tell me? Mm-mm. How the fuck you ain't tell me? I mean, I'm your dog. My husband knows, and the guy that I was with at the time, mm-hmm. my boyfriend knew, mm. who was actually my fiance. Really? Because he was there. Something happened while your boyfriend was there? Not in the room. Okay. We were out of town. We were promoting a movie. Okay. Me and another actor. We were promoting a movie. Okay. This actor has been publicly called out and a lot of, he's done a lot of bad things. Is that the person you did? Yeah. It happened. Uh, Who is I it? Was, I mean, if it's public. I can't. But you said. I've never, public, it is, but it's okay. never, I've never spoken about it with regard to myself. Oh, okay. And it's interesting because when the move, this was before that, mm-hmm. but when all the meat, everybody started talking about mm-hmm. things, me and one other actor, that's a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. It's happened to both of us in different ways, but with the same person. Really? Yeah. We both said, we're just going to be quiet. And Do why, I know why we chose, you don't know him personally. I oh, don't okay. think. Okay. But you know of him. Oh, Okay. I mean, it's pretty easy to go through the movie list here and just, you know, narrow it down. Oh, so you it, worked with bet, him? Yeah. Oh. We were promoting the movie. We were out of town promoting the movie. We were in Vegas. And, uh, <laughs> and we got Bill he Bellum. had we got his Bill. friends in <laughs> so town. So we got to pull up on Billy uh, from Columbus. And we Billy got, Marshall. And now we got this, rap, this other actor nigga. We so I never on. told you. You never, never told me, told but I know you. you'll tell me. So we're yeah, going to pull up on bad. him. Yeah, it was bad. We were in Vegas. We had we were signing posters for the mm-hmm. movie because the movie was out, mm-hmm. and we were done. So we were staying in a hotel, all mm-hmm. of us, everybody. That was it. Was just they were sending different cast members out to different cities to promote, and mm-hmm. I was paired with this person because we were both sort of easy, off the cuff, and mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. Like we could just go back and forth. Mm-hmm. So it made it interesting. It was just sort of like a meet and greet. Mm-hmm. We were signing posters. We were all done, mm-hmm. and I never forget what I had on. I had on a jean jumpsuit mm-hmm. that zipped up the front. Okay. And we were done. We've been out there for hours. Mm-hmm. Going back in the hotel, you know, Vegas hotels, it's a lot of floors. Mm-hmm. And we were like near the top of the floor. We were both all staying on the same floor. And I was in the elevator and he had two male friends that were in town just to see, you know, mm-hmm. hang out and whatever. But, you know, you worked with someone and then you've been 
work, you know, doing promotion with this person, you think that's your friend and you, mm-hmm. you're very comfortable. Right. So getting in the elevator with him and his two friends in a Vegas elevator to go, you know, 42 floors up right. wasn't a thing. We were just right. talking in there and he looked at his friend and his friend pushed the emergency stop. And he said, you're going to finally give me what I want. Really? I thought he was kidding. I'm not, I started laughing. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget, I had really high heels on. Mm-hmm. And um, he tried to, he came at me to try to unzip my, mm-hmm. and that's when I caught his hand mm-hmm. right here. And I was like, no, no, you, no you're not going to unzip a, mm-hmm. a big guy. Okay. Pushed me back, tried to unzip it. We were fighting now with my zipper because I and realized his, now his we His friend is in there watching. Two uh, friends. Two friends are watching, watching. this. Wow. And um, kept the elevator from moving. And people, are, I guess, are trying to make it move again because mm-hmm. they're on different floors. Mm-hmm. So it would start moving and they would stop it again. Mm-hmm. We were fighting with the zipper. He got the zipper down and tried to pull it off of my body. Mm-hmm. Now we're fighting. We're both sweating. And I was like, you not going to no. Right. And we fought and we fought and we went up and down. I'll never forget. We stopped on a floor, opened up, and there was a bunch of people trying to get in the elevator. And his two friends stood in front of the door and said, you're not getting on this elevator. And he got the, the my jumpsuit off of me, like the top of me, but it was still on, on my waist. Mm-hmm. I got out on our floor. I managed to get out on our floor. He jumped off. Like I said, I had on really high heels. Mm-hmm. He's tried to stop me by tackling me. He mm-hmm. jumped on my back. And you know how like those long halls in the casino? Yeah. I carried him on my back fighting till I got to my room and I started banging on my door. And I was screaming all the mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. But it's Vegas. Right. Who ain't screaming in the hallway? Right. And my fiance at the time came out. Mm. He was in the room next to my, our room. Mm. He jumps off, goes to his room. And now we are looking a mess, both of us. I got, I got, I went, I just pushed him back in the door. Went, we went in our room and I told him what happened. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm going next door. And I was like, I don't want you to go next door. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I don't want you to do that because that's going to end up in a fight. Mm-hmm. He goes next door anyway. Um, he, As he denied right. everything Absolutely. that As happened, but he saw me. Yeah. He saw, he Ain't knew. Ain't no denying. He, he knew. Should, he shouldn't even been talking. No, no he was, he talked, on site. he talked it's through on site. it. Yeah, it didn't yeah. happen. He it, he talked through it, came back over about an hour later and he said, you know, he'll, he's going to leave you alone. And I was like, okay. Shit. And that was that. No, he, he, he definitely tried to rape me. And listen, I ain't even... I didn't. I didn't listen. I didn't shot at niggas for taking my my old lady's parking space. <laughs> that really happened. That really. I happened. have no doubt about yeah, that. Yeah. So I don't doubt you know that at I mean? all. Yes, that really happened. You different know. cut. It's a you different know, cut. Yeah, that's on site. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I'm sorry that happened to you, baby. Yeah, it's uh, it, we we dude we ain't got speak for years. Dude ain't got his comeuppance yet though. Ain't nobody. Serving? Oh yeah, he's oh. been he's been um convicted. Really. Of rape assault. Um, um, uh, <laughs> uh, a lot of things. Okay. A sodomy? Lot. Is that what the... Yeah, but, but, okay. but a lot of things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, sodomy too, but you need yes, to, a lot of things. I don't know why you just don't say, put this motherfucker on blast. It's been too many years. Really? Not, you should put him on blast. I, I mean, do it on this show. So then if he feels some kind of way, he can pull up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put the, on this segment, we'll put our address so he can pull up, right? When you say his name. Burbank, California. Yeah, we can let him know. Right oh, I, we, we've spoken since then. And um, you spoke to him and said what? It was years so um, it before I did. No and I ran into him at an event. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. Well, if I say this, then you're going to know. So I'm, mm. I worked with him again. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. And how did that go? Not well. Okay. Because another cast member knew about it. Was it on a movie or TV show? It was a movie. Which one? One of them. <laughs> but another cast member knew about it, and this cast member didn't play, and 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 it wasn't it wasn't. So what was his? Uh, so I know. I mean, so you worked. He with pretended him. like nothing happened. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn, homie, sick, homie, sadistic, yeah. like yes. That. Wow, mm-hmm. very sick. Hours. And he still is he still working? Oh yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Like yeah, you gonna have good. to talk to me off camera. Let me know who that is. Going through the list. Like it's all good. Damn. Well, I'm sorry that happened to you. I mean, I'm glad that he wasn't successful and he that wasn't. fighter, that fighter spirit of yours, mm-hmm. you know, kicked. One of us was gonna die, and it wasn't gonna be. Yeah, me. but your ex should have handled that, though. You know what that's I mean? Why he's an ex. Yeah, yeah, he needed because <laughs> I, yeah, it'd have been all bad. I'd have fucked up it's the church's all money bad. for real. Yeah, I'd have been still locked up for that. Ain't no talking. What the hell? I'm gonna go talk. Talking about oh, he said he wasn't gonna do it again. The fuck? I made sure he wasn't gonna do it. He ain't gonna do shit again. <laughs> you know, it's sad because his, I will never forget one of his friends in, in the elevator actually mm-hmm. had me by my arms at one point because I was using my yeah, arms so much because I wasn't going to let get him get too. that zipper. Yeah, they were supposed mm-hmm. to get it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, whole, the whole squad gets Yeah, he's supposed to park mm-hmm. all of them. The only reason he stopped them from holding me is because I said, how much of a little bitch are you that you need two other guys in here? And I'm a, I was 115 pounds mm-hmm. at the time. And I said, and you can't do this by yourself? Wow. And that's when he told him to let me go because that was my only shot at making. So that was they get so, down. That obviously was they. That's, that's maybe. how they get down. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because I mean, what other motherfuckers gonna sit back and watch? Yeah. Like, I ain't gonna. All, I all their never... job was to keep the elevator from opening. Damn, I don't know if I could watch that. Uh, anyway. That's crazy. Just that's in public, crazy. In general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. That's what I'm like, saying. I might have to stay, stay to them. Man, listen. Like I that's said, that's what they do, though. I think. Yeah, that's they get down. Yeah, I think so. I mean, most of the fights that I've been in in my life have been from standing up for other people who yeah. couldn't stand up for themselves. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah, I'd have seen that. If I were to ever see that, I'd probably be going to jail, you know. So, yeah. wow. We'll have to talk about that. So, yeah. so you overcome that. So, I mean, now what kind of effects, psychological effects does that have on you, if any, uh, moving forward in the business? It made me more cautious. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think I was relaxed before that, right? but it made me more cautious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't really let it affect my job, mm-hmm. but it, it definitely had a psychological effect on me. I didn't mm-hmm. trust as easy as yeah. I did before. Yeah. I was much more guarded. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And you know, I'm like that with you too. You know what I mean? You know, I, I, I ride you. Pause. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I, I be on your ass. I'm like, man, why are you going there? And don't wear that. Like, I don't, know. don't be talking so much to them. Don't I do know. that, man. Get the fuck in. Get out. You don't need to be friendly with them. That's niggas. true. I tell you that all the time. I know. Yeah. So, um, okay. So you move forward from doing, um, from that situation, mm-hmm. and so now you're making movies. Yeah. So, where does the, what, what? So your most popular movie would be. I know what you. I most, think barbershop. Barbershop series. Would that be the most successful? Um, successful as far as movies or yes, anything? movies. Um, like made the most money. Yeah. Yeah, maybe because it was a franchise. Okay. So probably, yeah, we did okay. well. We broke records. Our first movie. Absolutely. Broke, what was that experience like? Like the barbershop being involved with that. It How did amazing. that come across your desk? Um, I was in, I was the, the, the girl, the it girl. Yeah. I was one of them. Cause you did a lot of music videos too. 
right? Well, but years before. Yeah. That was before I was an actor. Right, right. I was an you, actor. Didn't you have, you had a story that you told me with uh, Tupac and Suge. Oh, yes. Oh, bad. Yeah. What happened with that? Yeah, uh, I was doing music videos, um, but I, I don't think I was even acting at the time. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't doing music videos because I was still in the music industry. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't doing music videos except for any reason that it was just fun to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not like... I wasn't desperate for a job, right? So I could walk away, right? And I liked Tupac, and he liked me. Like we were, we were good. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember, I don't remember which song it was, but I remember we ended up we shot we were shooting in a house, mm-hmm. and then we finally went to the beach when the sun started to go down because they wanted that beat that you know uh, twilight golden hour. Yeah, that beautiful it was beautiful. Yeah, and um. I I remember Tupac saying to we everybody was just sort of talking. We were setting up for another shot, and I was there with a girlfriend of mine. And he said, "Oh, the strippers are coming now, and they were bringing stri- real strippers, girls to the mm-hmm. to the beach." And I'm not sure if they was gonna be in the video mm-hmm. or for the side. I'm not sure what they were for. Yeah. But I was like, I think I'm done. Mm-hmm. What I didn't realize is that you can't just leave mm-hmm. the music video. Okay. Because they're still shooting you. Right. And I was like, no, nah, I'm done. I'm not going to be out here with some strippers. Yeah. Because I don't want anybody to, and like I said, it was twilight, so the sun was going down, and everybody's, they were all drinking, and I was not, so I was very clear-minded. Mm-hmm. And I said, I think I'm good. I'm going to go. And my friend said, I want to go too. She said, I'm nervous. So I was standing near this big, like all these rocks on the beach, and I was, I was like, I said, hey, I'm about to go. And Tupac walked over and he said, why? I said, because I'm not comfortable being here with strippers and all of you guys. And like I said, everybody was drinking and and they was high. And and I was like, do your thing, but I'm good. I'm going to go. He said, well, but you can't go because we're still shooting. you." And I said, well, I'm done now. And he said, well, you're not going to get paid. And I was like, okay. It was like $1,000 or $2,000 or something. like. I was like, I'm good. So my friend said, I want to leave too. Suge walked over and he said, you ain't going nowhere. And I was like, well, I'm going now and I'm taking her with me. Mm -hmm. She got really scared, my Mm -hmm. friend. And he ended up pushing me back on the rocks. I still got these some scars from falling backward on the rocks. That Suge pushed you. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. I remember Pac said, don't do that. Like, leave her alone. If she want to go, let her go. It's okay. And he was like, no, I just didn't. And, he, and I, I said, I'm going to go and I'm taking her with me. Mm-hmm. And I was started to walk away and he was just pushing me. It was, I had to walk up an embankment to mm-hmm. get to the parking lot. Mm-hmm. We were walking up there. We didn't bother to go down there to go to the steps. Well, I'm like, we leave him right here. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, um, oh, he threatened me. He said, he going to get all his homegirls to come and kick my ass and do all these things. And I was like, okay. Come on to the valley, knock it out, and do what you need to do, but I'm going to go. And I'll never forget looking back, and he said, I really didn't think she was going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Suge said? Mm-hmm. Wow. He said that. and and uh, Which video was this? I don't remember the song. Okay. I can look the song up, though, because they did do the video. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- they sh- Like I said, we shot a lot in the house and before we got to the beach. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I was in it. Mm-hmm. Like, they cut me out, Okay, which is fine. Uh-huh. But the threats that came from him, just because I wanted to leave, I was wow. like, look, you got your strippers here. What do you need us video girls yeah. for? So needless to say, when he got jammed up, you didn't feel too sorry for him? Not a little bit. Not a little bit? Not even a little bit. You ain't wrote Suge while he there? Nah. You ain't going to put nothing on his book. I put nothing on his book. You ain't going to put shit on his book. Nah, I think I'm good. Okay. Because how you going to 
push a girl down. Nah, that's real. Why that's, for what? That's some whole shit. Yeah, that's some whole shit. Yeah. Push me down. Wow. This so after the elevator, or before the elevator incident. This is before. Jesus Christ. Damn. Mm-hmm. So you got bad luck with big old niggas. Apparently. Yeah, damn. Except for me. I'm the only big nigga been nice to you. You've been nice. Yeah. yeah I ain't you, pushed you nice. down yet. I ain't Not got yet. you in the elevator. Nope. Nothing. We got, said, you yeah. didn't jump on my back. <laughs> you jump yet. on my back. Again. I know, right? <laughs> yes, shit. Yet. We got an elevator in this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we <gonna> practice. <laughs> we <gonna> practice. <laughs> so, um, nah, I'm sorry. I want to make fun of your of your trauma. <laughs> it's you know okay. I'm, I'm not traumatized anymore. I'm good. Not anymore. Nah. Okay, because I got hella jokes. I want to. Say I know. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it already. I'll just get you off camera. You know what I mean? <laughs> Next time we go somewhere, we in the elevator. Just know it's coming. <laughs> you gonna jump on my back? Fuck with Wait you. till I have heels on. I'm gonna stop that motherfucker. <laughs> if I'm in there, just I, might, you a I might lose it, though. I'm tell the king, get her. Hold her hand. <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen. It <laughs> jump out of me. I'm just saying. So, um, traumatized. So, the barbershop franchise. Now, that, that, what, tell me what, how'd you come across that? How'd you get hooked up with that? Um, I was around, you know, just auditioning and doing stuff. And, um, I was on a show at the time as well. Which show? I, <sighs> I wasn't Line of Fire. Let's see. That's 2000. I'd have to look at my resume, okay. to be honest. I just know I was... That's what I've been around a long time. How I've done mo- 64 movies and 100 TV shows. Wow. That's impressive. So, long time. Yeah. Um, but I was on a show at the time. Okay. I don't remember what it was. Um, and I got the audition, and I was with Kevin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, Shout out to Kevin. Yep. The homie Kevin. And me and Kevin had a plan to go have seafood at the beach when I got the audition. And they were like, well, you need to come in tonight. And it was nighttime. Mm-hmm. And it was raining. Mm-hmm. It was some bullshit, too. Because I was like, we out here in the rain. I ain't trying to go to no audition in the rain. And yeah. I got to. So I, I honestly, I was like, look, this is a super high profile movie because yeah. it's Ice Cube. Uh-huh. And I said, I ain't going to get this. Because this was when Gabrielle was, you know, everybody's yeah. Jada, yeah. Sana, everybody. So you were Competing with them for the role. Yes, but okay. there was also 500 other women okay. that were doing the same thing. Okay. So I was like, Kevin, I ain't even going to learn these sides because I, I don't have a shot in hell for this. Mm-hmm. And I'm good. I was on a show. I'm like, right. I'm happy. Let's go have some seafood. You was the it girl. And he, he talked me uh, into going. And okay. I was like, I don't even know the sides. He was like, look, just you, I'll go with you. It's down there where it was in the marina. Uh-huh. And he said, we're going to go and eat right after. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, okay. That's how he got me. Because mm-hmm. he said he's going to feed me. So I went down there. It was nighttime. It was raining. I ran inside the wrong door. Okay. So there was a lobby door where you could go sit in the like the waiting room. Mm-hmm. And then there was a, the back where you walk in the actual audition room. Mm-hmm. I went in the wrong door. So I busted in soaking wet on somebody's audition. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I made some sort of joke, which made everybody laugh. Mm-hmm. And basically, Moon walked out of there and went back to the waiting room. And then when they finally brought me in, we had to bring that back up again. But everybody was in there, and I, I literally just read it. Mm. I just did it. Did you I just practice did, it? Rehearse nope. It? So you cold I read it ice cold. Bitch. Oh wow! And I, because I didn't, it wasn't. You didn't think it? No. Would be for you. So I was like, I got done. Mm. I made another joke. We all laughed, and I got in the car. And me and Kevin went and ate. Okay. And it took four weeks. Mm-hmm. I was leaving another audition when my phone rang and my agent said, hey, um, they want to set up a meeting with you for that audition that you had um, to come back in. Mm-hmm. I said, what? Aud- I had, it's been a month. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what she was talking about. Mm-hmm. 
They were like the Ice Cube movie. And I was like, oh, well, what do I got to do? And they were like, well, Ice Cube wants to meet you. It's down to you and two other girls. Mm-hmm. I knew who the two other girls who were. Who were they? I can't tell that. You can't tell shit on I know, show, right? right? Like, no. Why you throw it out there? Because, well, because I said, I don't want to go. Okay. I don't want to go to the meeting because I'm scared of him. And what's the significance of not saying the other two? I'll tell you that later, too. <sighs> okay. So I said, I don't want to go. Okay. And they said, no, it's just a meeting. And I said, I don't want to go. You were scared, I'm scared of him because of what? I was because of NWA. Really? I love NWA. But I was like, I don't want to go. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Okay, and so I you thought no. you was going to run into America's Most Wanted. I, I didn't know. With the black hat. He, yeah, I was like, I like him on records. Then. With the beanie down. Yeah, right. with the beanie. He had yeah. cut his jacket. That's what I thought. Him. Okay. <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm good. Okay. And they were like, no, 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 you need to go. And I was like, I, nope. Mm-hmm. And it took two days. And they were like, look, we're going to make a, the offer. So, But he wants to meet you. He liked what you did. Mm-hmm. And I said, I ain't going by myself. Mm-hmm. So I picked up my my manager. And she waited in the lobby, and I went in and I met with him. And the first thing he said to me was, um, I liked what you did because you didn't act like the husband was a little bitch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because he's not. Mm-hmm. He's, he's aspirational. Right. But he is not a little bitch. Mm-hmm. And I said, because the sides, if you read the sides, the sides could make it look like she's doing this constantly. Mm-hmm. And like, like you little bitch, and then right. I'm out. Right. You know, and I was like, nope, because I don't, I don't like the way that looks. I was like, I said, I don't think, I don't, it's not necessarily the right choice, but it was a choice I made, which is another reason in the room when I made that choice, I said, I don't think this is going to go any further because they want the, they want this, this mm-hmm. girl, you know, they want you to be like, mm. yeah. And that's who they were bringing in that could do that really well. And I was like, yeah, I can, but I don't, I don't want to make that choice. Mm-hmm. And that's what made him like it. He said, because. I don't feel like a bitch. <laughs> so, but for you, being that you were fearful of him, so now you meet him, what did you think? Nicest like, family guy I've ever known. Yeah. Sweetheart. Not scary at all. I told him, though, that. I was really? like, I'm scared of shit of you. I was like, I wasn't going to Chicago or nowhere else with you. Uh, what do you say? He laughed. We uh, still laugh about it. Okay. You know, we two movies later, we still laugh about yeah. it. But no, he's just, he's not at all what I thought. Mm-hmm. Not at all. So after you have the meeting with him, then they offer you to part. They did. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Chicago for three months. Okay. In the winter. Was that your first time in Chicago? No, I had worked a lot. I I had been to Chicago a lot, but I'd also worked in Chicago. Okay. I'd done some independence there, so but I had not really worked for that length of time in the winter. Okay. Which is another, and mm-hmm. I've been in California for a long time, away from Ohio. Mm-hmm. So those that weather was not okay with me. Right, right. Like, and you also got okay. to work with Cedric the Entertainer, right? I did. Yeah. What was that like? Awesome. He's just, you know, we had the reason that that thing, that movie, broke records when it did, mm-hmm. is because it was a a bunch of talented people getting together, doing what we love to do, mm-hmm. and not for any purpose except that we love to do this. Right. And and Tim's story was new. Mm-hmm. As a director, he was really new and he got it because they had other directors that, you know, were up for it and stuff like that. But he came in super prepared. Like he was, he had storyboarded everything. And when you're new, I guess you got to be more prepared than when you're established. Right. Absolutely. And he, he led the ship, but he gave everybody the room mm-hmm. to do what we do. Right. And the reason we were hired is because we was doing, that's what we do. Right. And he gave us that room, that latitude, and mm-hmm. I'll never forget that. Like I, I, it was it was a good experience. It was always a good experience. I'm curious, what what did you think of Q as an actor and a producer before you actually got to work with him? I didn't really know he was an actor. I mean, I didn't. I mean, you not really paid attention to him, shit, right? 
Yeah, but I that was to me that was him being him. Yeah, right. So, no, I always say yeah, cube like, is cube no matter what he does. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> but I mean, did now that you're up close and personal with him, did you did it did you did it lend a new respect like, oh wow, okay, I really see this guy as a, you know, he's in this lane, he's doing it at a high level or I think he's good at doing what he does. Okay. Being him. And I don't think anybody can do it better. And I think when he has the right vehicle, that's when he is at his best. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And right. I mean, I, I wouldn't put him in Shakespeare. Okay. But he can really transform when given the support cast around him mm-hmm. to help him get there. Okay. So, yeah, no, I, and as a, as far as a producer, he's one of the best businessmen I know. Absolutely. Period. Yeah, for you sure. Know? So, yeah. So when you guys Great. did Barbershop 1, mm-hmm. I'm assuming there wasn't a two and a three in the talks at that time. There was always a two. In okay. The, there was always supposed to be a two. Okay. And two fell apart because our producers at the time and our director, Tim Story, at the time mm-hmm. fell out. Oh, okay. And so two was, they needed to make a two. Mm-hmm. So they got another director who took the script that Tim wrote, which was brilliant, mm-hmm. and it went away. Mm-hmm. And then we got another director, and uh, we didn't have as much fun. Mm-hmm. Really? So mm-hmm. part two was kind of, uh, it was a bad it was experience? Bad. It was not a good experience. What was bad about it? Was everything. it just on set, just or just the just whole, the, everything? It starts from the top down. Really? And when you come in... And you say, I want to put my own stamp mm-hmm. on a sequel. Mm-hmm. We're already established. Right. You knew. Right. And he's <laughs> like, I'm, a, you know, we, we here. And yeah. then you bring in almost a second cast. Yeah. It was almost an entirely different cast. Right. We were the side pose. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ah, so he brought in some new shit and pushed y'all to the side. Pretty like, much. Oh, okay. So, and that didn't sit well with Cube yeah. at all. Okay. So, yeah, two almost didn't happen, and then it did reluctantly. Like, in the first movie, we all stayed in... It was a very small hotel, yeah. right, in Miracle, um, off of Miracle Mile. Mm-hmm. So we were very much a family. Yeah. And two people... Like, I was doing Line of Fire for two mm-hmm. at the time. So I would work three or four days on the movie, and then I would go home mm-hmm. and do the show. Mm-hmm. And I was in and out a lot. Everybody was in and out a lot. Before, we just stayed there together. We all just, when we weren't working, we'd go down to set and hang out and then all go to dinner. It was a family. This time it wasn't because there, there was them and then there was us. Mm-hmm. That cast and then us. Mm. And it, it, wasn't, a, it so wasn't the same experience. So it translated to screen, you think? Yeah, it was our least successful one. Wow. Wow. Three did better than two. Three did way better than two. Oh, wow. Three was a good movie. Yeah. So let me ask you, did you know about the pre-existing old beef between Common and Cube before going in? I did not. You I still don't know about it. I didn't know there was a thing. Okay. So you didn't see So anything. that was for three, though. Okay. He so was not, not until three. Okay. Common. But you didn't see anything? Like, they were cool? No, they were great. Okay. Which I knew they had squashed it, but I didn't know if maybe... You know, people know say that it. shit in front of people, but you didn't know about it? No. I'm just letting you in on that? Right now. Oh, wow. Did you know about that? Yeah. Everybody knew about that. They had they rap fight. beef. Yeah. <gasps> really? They dissed each other. I did not know. Yeah. Mm-mm. I didn't know that. Yeah. So so it started with... Common Cube. was a sweetheart. Yeah. Common's the man. So it started with uh, Cube. Oh. Uh, no. It started with Common first. He did a song... Talking too much. No. He did a song uh, talking about basically 
how rap had moved, you know, from being kind of innocent and conscious. And basically, once it got to the West Coast, it turned into something else, you know, with the gangster shit. Q took that personal. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So then Q took a shot at him with, was it Bow Down? So Q, I believe, took a shot at him with West Side Connection. Oh, and boy. then Common came back with a song called The Bitch in You, oh, which he went right at Q. That is not going to work out. And then I want to say Q came back again. Right? Yeah, I'm looking them up. Yeah, but yeah, that, that happened. They, I did not know that. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, that's, that's hip hop that. history. That was a classic battle. Wow. Yeah, they went back and forth. But, you know, they squashed it like men. They put the bullshit to the side. Yeah. You know, everybody grow up. It was really some rap shit. It wasn't. There was something that had happened. I don't want to misquote it. Uh, but there was some a little bit of drama behind. Uh-huh. You know, somebody got beat up. Um, yeah. Who? I think one of Commons guys got whooped oh. by Mac-10 and, uh, well, and Ice that, Cube's guy. I wouldn't be um, that shocked about Yeah, that. but it was, some, it was some rap shit. It wasn't nothing I serious. I did not know. You didn't know that. Mm-mm. Look wow. at you educating me. That's what I do. You know I that. love it. All I'm the into time. it. What else can you teach me? Um, so, uh, <laughs> so, um, fast forward. So, two comes out. Mm-hmm. Well, one explodes. It explodes. It's, it's super successful. Yeah. Two comes out is mm-hmm. and three comes out mm-hmm. and you're. It did you know, well. It did well. It did well. So, what was that feeling like? You have three, basically three successful. Mm-hmm movies you're most successful at that time mm-hmm. what was that feeling like and i know you get into the bag i know you're getting the big money so what? yeah it was good um um but no i didn't you know by the time i don't know i just i don't sit around when i'm done i'm done mm-hmm. and i move on to the next project mm-hmm. so i don't sit around and be like yeah you know i feel real good about my life right now mm-hmm. so i don't but sometimes, I, I mean, that. you have to. I kinda, should. Yeah, you should. I don't. Yeah, sometimes you kind of. But have you to, know that I don't. I right. I need to take a minute sometimes. Yeah. And, um, and breathe deep. You yeah. Know, and sometimes take it all in. I don't. Yeah, you I don't should. take it all in. No, it's always on to the next thing. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta learn how to take it all in. I should. Yeah. I'm gonna work on that. Work on that. I'm gonna try. Yeah. Work on <laughs> taking it all in. Taking it all in. <laughs> I take it all in. Yeah. I can yeah. do it. <laughs> I believe in you. I believe in myself. Right. Does anybody know what we're talking about? <laughs> Ken is like, look. He's like, I'm, I'm so off. The, I've been off I'm the just, grid for about 20 minutes. <laughs> making sure the audio levels are good at this point. He's working over here. He's like, I already know y'all on some. Uh, <laughs> some bullshit. Huh? But, um, I just lower you every time. <laughs> but, um, right. <laughs> yep. So, so now from Barbershop, you got that under your belt. Mm-hmm. Then what? what's the next step from there? Barbershop, which one? Three. After three. That was just in 2016. Right. Um, I went on to do another show. Cause I met you. Oh, yeah. You did. Promoting Barbershop 3. You did. You met the me. The first time. Yeah, that's right. You sure did. Yeah. yeah that's why me. I was there. That's why you met me. You came to my other show. Yes. With me and Master P and yes. Jay Tweezy. That's right. Doing the most. I wasn't doing the most. That the was show was called show. Doing oh, the Most. I never knew that. You, how are you coming to a show? I don't, you don't know, know the most name. of my shit. Hey, they say go here. I say okay. Yeah, so you showed up to our shit and it wasn't even. No, I heard it was Playboy Radio. I was like, that sounds sexy. I want to do that. Yeah, you know the That's name all. of this motherfucker that you're on right now? Holding Court. Okay. I got it. <laughs> you got it. I got it now. I won't remember it like six months from now, but I got it now. Of course you will. You talk to me every day. <laughs> you're not going to remember it. <laughs> I did not know it's called Doing the Most. Yes. No one ever told me that. Yep. Wow. And that's where we met. 
How fun was that? That was super fun. You came on. 2016. You know, yeah. Great spirit. Great smile. You were so personable. Like so now. professional. You know what like I'm saying? Like that. Yeah. I didn't realize that you were, you know, could be as ratchet as you were, as you can be. A little be. bit. Yeah. But not really. Yeah. Because, you know, you come yeah. off, you know, the the Barbie doll, you know, kind of. I'm not a Barbie. You know, you. <laughs> yes. You know, kind of staunch. <laughs> Let me do that. Yeah. Kind of staunch. You know what I'm saying? Do you think I'm staunch? No. No. See? Not at all. Yeah, but he didn't see you like I saw you coming to doing the most. Oh, how did I look doing that? Well, no. I was introduced and already knew this relationship. So, I mean. So you already had an idea. Yeah. Well, he figured you my friend and you low-key on some bullshit. I have to be. Yeah. It's already a different vibe walking into the (laughs) building. Anybody associated with me is, you know. They already know. know, We all a little little unsavory. I was staunch. A little nefarious. Doing the most. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, no. Classy. I, no, no, no. Distinguish. Do that again. Classy. <laughs> That's what I was. Classy. I was classy. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't even know you could talk like that. I could talk all kind of things. I could do all kind of things. I've never I got, heard you talk I got like about that. 12 different accents. I'm not even kidding. Can you, can you do New Orleans? No, but you know, well, I can. When I hear it, uh-huh. I can. Uh-huh. But you do a great, you said, <laughs> you said, baby, real, you were so deep in in the New, New Orleans. Orleans, yeah, it was good. No, I can do. You know, I can do a few. I, New I, New I, York. Do, I can. Which borough? Because they all sound different. Brooklyn or Bronx. Mm, Bronx is Bronx is is more Puerto Rican, and it's more. They they, they say you know you just, just give me some water, okay? But I just want some water, and so, that's all I need, okay? okay. <laughs> and I was like, they're they're very um. That's that's horrifying for me personally. Oh yeah, I forgot. Where are you I from? Forgot. <laughs> Let me no, he's got ex. a he's got a Puerto Rican uh, ex wife from the Bronx. Oh, I just from the Bronx. A, um, you just yeah. brought up Bodhi bad Kwa. memories. Boom. Uh, nah, we're good. Her and I. Good. <laughs> we, got, <laughs> we got two kids together. We. Oh, well, yeah. you got to be good then. <laughs> no, we solid. Okay, we see, solid. look at that. You my family in the Bronx is still solid. Mm-hmm. Let me hear your exit. You you're hearing it. I'm not an actor. You this is it. Oh, <laughs> this is what you sound like. Oh, that's all you got. This okay. is it. All right. This is what I'm giving you. Okay. Do do you? I want to hear New Orleans. Do Kansas City. I can't do Kansas City. Why you can't do Kansas City? I don't think I can. You're listening to Kansas City, right? I know a little bit, but he goes in and out of Kansas City. Yeah, he yeah. goes in and out. My home, um, my homeboy from Oakland. He said that my dialect is all fucked up. It is. I go you through, have such a mix. Yeah, I go through Kansas City, then the L.A., then mm-hmm. New Orleans. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it depends on how you're feeling and what mm-hmm. you're talking about. Right. I know people that. tell me I sound like I'm from the South mm-hmm. all the time. A little bit. That's what I Chico said. That. He said yeah. you're from Louisiana. Chico, who? Right. Chico oh, Brown. Chico Brown. Oh. That's my homeboy from Compton, Snowfall. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, no, this is Sacramento. You're getting Sacramento. Sacramento right here. This is what it is. At least you didn't do Oakland. So do a Southern one. Well, what, what, which part of Atlanta. Oh, God. I like Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay, okay I'm going to tell you a story about Alyssa. It's just a tiny story before I, before I do that. I got onto an Atlanta accent, not for myself. Yeah. Um... I was doing a movie in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and I there was somebody I knew that was not a, a super attractive person. Mm-hmm. And we were talking on the phone about I don't know what, mm-hmm. and he did. He doesn't sound like this, but he did Atlanta, and he did one good to me, and I was like, I'm going to slide off this whole chair. I, I became instantly attractive. It, it, it was like attracted to him. Mm-hmm. Not physically, but just that whole What'd he say? Atlanta. It was just a whole, I can't. What'd he say? 
uh, he was just imitating Atlanta people. Oh, okay. And he, it didn't even matter what he was talking about, but he mm-hmm. did that accent. Mm-hmm. And I realized maybe I am a little bit ratchet. You think? <laughs> was that sarcasm? I'm just saying, you think? <laughs> I realized how much I liked it. Uh-huh. You know, you talk talk that way to me. Yeah, okay. That's okay. So you like to, you like to uh, do the character? You like to play roles and shit? So Role. I do, yes. I have one. Um, her name is Delicious. Mm-hmm. She's, a str- she's a prostitute. Okay. And she lives in Vegas. Uh-huh. Let me hear. Have I? I, Have I? No, no. She's you. No. Why would you meet Delicious? You got to pay Delicious. She don't play around, and she lives in Vegas, so it only happens in Vegas. Oh, that's a real. I thought that was a role you played. No, that's a. Oh, okay. I thought that was like your Sasha, (laughs) one of your alter egos. She is me. Okay. When I'm in Vegas. Oh, but you got to pay her. Yeah, you got to pay her. How much she charge? Depends on what you want. She'll do anything you want. I just want to hear her talk right now. No, no. She sounds like me. Oh, she okay. just had maybe has a little. I mean, she's a little bit softer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little, I have a little bit more okay. rough edges, but yeah, 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 she's um, she's very accommodating. Delicious, huh? Her name is Delicious. You got a cash out? You know, you got a cash app set up for her. I don't, but apparently I should. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she has a rate sheet, right? <laughs> but she'll come. She goes downstairs to the lobby. She'll call um, to the room, and you know, and has Brian met her? Brian has met her. Okay, what does Brian think about her? I don't think Brian takes full advantage of delicious. Really? Yeah, I think he like he, for his money for his money that he paying. Yeah. Now she came about from my ex. Okay. In Vegas. Okay. He knew how to t- he knew how to definitely. So capitalize. Brian ain't trying to fuck with delicious if she came from another nigga. Like, well, he he you know she's a let's she's a prostitute. It. Let's rename. Let's give her a new. Well, name. I did at okay. the time, and uh-huh. then she just turned back into delicious because. It is what it is. Damn. So you like role playing. It's a real freak right here. What happens in Vegas? Stay. Yeah, but it was good because you call from downstairs and like, what you want? You say what you want and you say, this is how much it's going to cost. Have my money at the door. Okay. When the the door open, give me my money. uh, It's a, in 2021, she needs an OnlyFans. Yeah. She does need an OnlyFans, right? Is she going to do her OnlyFans? No. Why not? Because she's retired. She's older now. Oh, she's only she does old. in person. There's a market. No, there's a market. Slow down, Tonto. There's a market for yeah. Well, she's not old. She's yeah. just. She's just. She's a she's cougar. Just settled down more. Okay. She deals. She is an. Uh, she's not a prostitute any longer. She's a call girl, so she only has maybe three clients. Oh, as opposed to you know. Are they high paying pay, paying clients? Big they probably would be. Okay. You know. You know. We got to. You know. We'll bring her back out of retirement, maybe. Okay. All right then. I miss delicious. Wait, we still never got the Atlanta accent. Yeah. We oh, skipped, we skipped right over that. I know, right? Okay. She just talked about how excited she was about the. That's because that was a guy that yeah. did it. Yeah. Yeah. Women talk different. They don't. They. They. They're. You know. Just depends on what part of Atlanta they're from and how. Yeah, for sure. How can you, you do know. Boston? Can I do no? I don't. Baltimore. I mean, I only know one word that you? people in Baltimore. Do you? <laughs> and you? You? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, you? You do it good. Look at you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Court, uh, court is a thespian. Very specific. Can you do L.A.? I think I am. No, you're not. What do I sound like then now? C- uh, Cleveland. I mean, C- Columbus. You don't even know what that sounds I like. I do. You're Midwest? I spent a lot of time, yeah. Midwest? Yeah, Midwest. Okay, let me hear you do L.A. What, L.A.? Yeah. <clears throat> Please don't sound like, st- st- I, I already like, see it. <laughs> what <laughs> what you want to hear me it. say, homie? <laughs> no, <laughs> on, that's. On the dead homies. 
That's oh, on that's, me. that's that's on South me, Central. Yeah, that's on me, cuz. Oh, that's L. That L. That's on Crip. That's on Mamas. Yeah. That's on Jesus sandals, cuz. Okay, Jesus sandals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's on me, homie. I see. I see. Yeah, that's okay. L. A. And you know they stand with the Y stands. But I like that though. I like. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? It's like nothing happens below here, just all up here. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. But you can't do Kansas City. That's crazy. No. Um, I haven't listened to it enough yet. You talk to me every day. But you have a mix. Uh-huh. You're not just straight Kansas City. All right. He, you've been here for 20 years. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Some people say I sound country. Some people say a I sound A quarter of LA. your life. Yeah. Some people say... I sound a quarter. It was a shot. <laughs> she took a shot. Right. You I think was I caught it. Slide yeah, you see, it was slow. It was on a little short <laughs> yellow bus. It would normally it. be faster than that. Yeah, you see, I got I was like, see, it. My eye went. Really? <laughs> That's the cough. <laughs> she said, slide something. Okay. Yeah, I was about to start talking. I was like, hold up. Our <laughs> facility is faster than life. that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but. I want to, so you do the barbershop, all that shit. So you're a successful actress. We got that. Yeah. When did the producer shit come in? Did you say, fuck it, I'm a boss no, up? No, it was before I was an actor. Really? I actually, yeah. Um, I started producing before I knew that it was called producing. Before mm-hmm. I knew that, I was still in music industry and a friend of mine, I went to see a play, a small play, 99 seat theater. Uh, mm-hmm. I think nine seats was filled. Mm-hmm. It was a really good play. Mm-hmm. Really good. And I was like, I said to him, I went, he was a friend of mine. It was in the, in the play. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, I said, why, why don't you guys, why are there so, first of all, why are there so few people here? Because this is really good and you guys are really good actors. And this needs to go on the road. And he said, well, we're about to close. We don't have the money. Mm-hmm. And I said, do people need to see this? Mm-hmm. I'm going to take it on the road. I didn't, but I kept it there. I found, basically, I found an investor. Mm-hmm. And I said, we're going to make a couple changes in the script um, to make it more sort of universal and we did and uh kept it in there and it stayed in that that 99 seat theater which finally got filled up for probably three or four more months Mm -hmm. and at the same time this same actor was doing um a short film and he said well can you help me put this together because i really want to do this short and i said yeah and that was my first time in production hiring crew and doing sort of putting a, a small project together. And then after that, I just did my own and kind of spiraled from, and then I became an actor. But yeah, no, I was producing before I was acting. Okay. Do you get more, is it more gratifying to do production than it is to be an actress? Just you as a the, as an artist and as a businesswoman. I love turning into other people as an actor. I love having a different voice and saying things that I wouldn't say and doing things that I wouldn't do. But I also have control issues and being a producer and being on the other side of the camera as a producer or a director is just appealing to me because I get to say what we're going to do. As an actor, I don't really get that choice. Yeah, I I work with you as a co-producer. You (laughs) definitely want it done your way. (laughs) Hey, Ken, listen, man, we didn't have... I, I have to. I have to tell her husband on her. He didn't. I didn't had to pull him. He has told on me. I didn't had to pull Who does her husband that? in the referee. <laughs> Who does that? Yeah, it's so funny because I he put. He told on me. And I put Brian over. He's like, and he's a lawyer, so he's like. I remember him saying, "I mean, look, man, 
You guys aren't that far apart on this. But it's we it's kind of like, nigga, middle. I got to live here. Like, <laughs> yeah, you no. do it. I was no. mad. That's a good, that's a good around move on house. his end. Yeah, good that's that lawyer his. shit. He was like, yeah. look, man, you're not that far apart on here. We can okay? figure this yeah. out. <laughs> I was like. A judge and a DA don't agree on Right, that right. We was arguing on the phone was and arguing. I was stomping around the I was house. Like, and Brian, I was like, Brian, I said, like, what's going on? I said, Brian, you live with her, dog. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, don't act like you don't. He was just kind of like, uh, yeah. Like, he wanted to mouth you know what I'm saying? I could hear it in his right. voice. He was like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but. <laughs> but I was right anyway. You weren't. I was. You weren't. See, but you what weren't. What happens to We just. You heard that I was married to a Puerto Rican. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not. Right. I'm just going to stay silent. <laughs> Pick your battles. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I win. I'm right most of the time when we have He's our, our never battles. Right. He just doesn't. Just know depends it. on the hill you ready to die on. You know what I mean. Why do we fight so much? Um, because of why your, do we ever because agree? Of, because of your right control, away. your control issues. Oh, it's my fault. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's. I really thought something else was coming out. But no, I mean, you know, I'm easygoing. You know that. Um. Yeah, you know, sometimes you be wanting to control shit. You know what I'm saying? And I let you, or sometimes I let you think that you are. Mm. But, you know, I... Uh, is that what happens? Yeah, I let you think that you running shit sometimes. But no, on a serious note, I mean, you know, I defer to you a lot. You know, mm-hmm. I follow your lead a lot. I appreciate the it. The only time that, that... See, what it is is she tries to control me. She's got the resume. Yeah, no, exactly. You know what I, mean? I defer to her in terms of how we do things and go about things, especially when I don't have the information. But what she will do. I try to control you? Yes, you how? have. How? Yes, you have. She's tried to, Ken. She, she didn't try, because what the argument was about. I don't even remember. I remember. Okay, tell me. So, Ken, you've been knowing me 20 mad. years, bro, right? 20 plus, yeah. You know. Man, listen, you know, I'm you know, Can't I'm a chief. I'm a reformed gangster, right? So you know I'm always kind of even keel. I never show much emotion. You know that, right? I'm always you can't really read me oh, for real. Oh, I know. This is not that argument. That that was that argument. So she oh. she she got mad at me because she said that I wasn't given our I actors. I wanted him to be a producer in a different way than he was willing to do it. So what it was, Ken, is she wanted me to be more expressive. As a producer, she wanted me to give more positive, you know, reinforcement. Our actors needed to yeah. feel an energy yeah, that I was giving them, but the other person wasn't. But but my words, I, I said, no, good job. I was digging that. Or I gave them notes, right? But because nobody could read me in the room, you know, she, yeah. she had a problem Did you that. want them to be like more aggressive in the I just delivery? wanted him to be a little bit more animated in his positive vibes and words to uh, our actors who needed some positive yeah. reinforcement. It depends because so like again it's my brother's it's 20 years I I play it close to the chest like mm-hmm. uh, remember when we was out pitching yeah I mean it's years ago mm-hmm. and I was like I might not be able to bring court on this one because he said I'll slap a motherfucker like he went in like I know that I there's various that. <laughs> there's various <laughs> levels where it's like I know which uh, but he kn- it I know was where to bring a positive thing I just yeah. wanted him to be more expressive, a little and bit I more was. animated. I was. With his positive I reinforcement. I was. I did. My to, words. On your version. That's so, your so, version. So, Ken, what but I admittedly, was... if, you, if you're not close to court, he's not good at small talk. We've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and, he, and he might not be good about uh, getting that energy. You might. He wasn't good at it. So that's right. But that's why it's a co. It's why it's a co-part. But I feel like, like that was earlier on. Yeah. And but we see, have rectified that. But, 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 Ken, if I tell you, 
hey, because even with us, Ken, right? I tell you, good job, bro. Good job. Don't I tell you that? Yeah. Yeah. You, that's all you need from yeah, me, huh? I say the same. Yeah, you don't need me to so, say, Ken. No, man. Hey, listen, Ken. You actors are a different breed, though. You know, actors are a different. Man, breed. I'm and not, we were in the you room. Do have there, to was, sprinkle there was a them chemistry. With. It was a screen test, right? And they needed to feel something coming off of him, and they didn't. My words were enough. Like, you didn't get your words out until after, anyway, and they weren't a lot of words. Yeah, it was a good job. <laughs> what the fuck else they want me to do? So we didn't agree. Yeah. So she told me we basically. We decided to talk. She was like, I'm not going to take, I can't take you in the room where we pitching this. Like, you're so, you, nobody can read you. I'm not doing this. No, we're going to leave Scare your ass. all the people. That's what she was saying. We're gonna, I'm going to leave your ass outside the I room. I didn't say your ass. Maybe I said Yeah, you did. You did was I mad. You was I was mad. mad. I was really mad. Yeah. I was really mad. And you're talking, you walk around here talking about putting people in the trunk of cutlasses. That's not how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we come from the same place, so you know I understand. I mean? That's what I she understand. said. You always want to put somebody it's in the trunk now, of a cutlass. Then, yeah, I was like, no. Because I told her. I said, well, I'm not worried about because, you know, she's teaching me the business. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about a contract. Oh we'll get, we'll change his mind. Oh my you know god! You know what I mean? <laughs> Taking nobody to court. Put his ass in the trunk. Yeah. Like you know where he live, right? And she's like, "No, we can't do that." Can I tell you? I'm not gonna say names, but there's been other instances that I've been around. He said, "But you know where he live, right?" To some, <laughs> I have no doubt about that. No doubt about it. I mean, close friend of ours. Close friend of ours. We, I, that conversation just happened. I don't know. To me, it's like. So that's you don't see that as a viable option in conflict resolution. No. Nope. To create an environment where you can manipulate a person to, you know, because some motherfuckers disrespect <laughs> is all they respect. Some motherfuckers got to be pressed like that. I like agree. I'll be honest with you. Like with Suge Knight, we talked about him earlier, right? He did a lot of bullshit, but in this business and in the world in general, he wasn't all the way wrong. Mm-hmm. Especially dealing with you know uh, powerful people in the with the machine because mm-hmm. they'll try to make you uncomfortable in their world. Then you have to figure out a way to make them uncomfortable in yours. Mm-hmm. So it's even. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's like okay, you pressing me up in the boardroom. I get it. You moving <laughs> throwing your weight around. Yeah. Well, it's up to me to I throw my weight around once you leave the boardroom. I know. You know. So it's 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 all fair. I think we have grown. As a partnership Absolutely. since that fight. It's not new, though. That's not new. I mean, if you're like a historian with TV, right. like right. that goes back to like yeah. the Godfather, right? Like yeah. they, Exactly. They wrote that. And then the Italians went into the writer's room and was like, this is how you're going to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, pe- people have been throwing their weight around the Hollywood. Same for thing for with sure. American Me. So you guys are a good yeah. partnership. You're the business side. And every now and then you got the muscle. Yeah. Because, you know, because you know, I told you uh, what did it, when we when we did this. I told you, I said, I would always protect you. What I say, I said, I trust you to protect me dealing with them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to protect you dealing, you know, with everything else. And haven't I done that? Keep you, you warm and one. safe. You know? I feel so snuggly. Yeah. I ain't pushed you All down good. on the rocks. Not I yet. I got you nope. on the elevator. Nope. No elevator rides. You, nope. know I mean? you didn't ride on my back from Nothing. the elevator. I ain't none done of none that. of that. Not yeah. yet. But I, you got quads. I bet you could carry me on your back. I think I could. <laughs> think you could? <laughs> yeah. We should try. Uh, yeah, I want to see because I'm, I, you know, you see, I got my D's back, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I'm, I'm too. I don't know, maybe two thirty-five somewhere. I think you might be more than that. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm gonna hop on your back when we get off the, uh, the camera. Oh. I'm gonna see if you can do it. I think I can do it. Really? You don't need to warm up the knees. 
It's no, solid. my knees is good. You don't know my knee. You don't know about my knees, but I got good knees. Really? Mm. You got Megan Thee Stallion good, uh, knees. They might not be that good. That's what I said. Megan Thee Stallion got some <laughs> That's a, some got difference. Some knees. And she she got some weight behind her, so them knees is feeling it. No, that little chick. They good, but not not not. Mm. That little chick ain't gonna have no cartilage in her shit by the time she thirty. Literally. <laughs> she's gonna be getting knee replacement. It's all, but you know she use them now though. Yeah, I got good knees. Yeah, she using her knees. Back, back, strong. Is it? You strong? Really? Lower back strong? Core. It's that core strong. That core strong. Your lower back strong. All too? that. Really? Oh, the whole, the whole girdle right here. This part. You got on a girdle now? No, that's what it's oh, called. You oh, should okay. know that. I, I from your core. Just... No, all this, all the way to the back. Your uh, back is okay. called your girdle. Oh, okay. That's why they call it a girdle, huh? The thing that Maybe. the old people wore. Remember, old women used to wear girdles. The tangents on. I this ain't that story. old, so I wouldn't know that. But yes, I think so. Or they wear spanks now. Spanks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like the same. Like yeah, the legs. Under un- undergarment. Mm. Not just legs. Okay. I thought it was a corset. No. That's something waist different. Waist trainer. Waist trainer. Okay. Fuck. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back on you. So, <laughs> so barbershop three. Right. So barbershop three. Uh, uh, no, so, no, no. so no, as a You're producer, 2021. Yeah. yeah. So in 2021, I mm-hmm. mean, what are you working on now? Nothing. That's bullshit. <laughs> Come on. How you going to disrespect our shit? You got a bunch of shit. I know what you got going on. But I you have can tell some the stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I have some, on May 28th, I'm welcome Matt coming out when right. I was in and I produced it as well. And then another movie. Who are your co-stars in after that? Th- um, Taj Mori mm-hmm. and Dion Cole. Mm-hmm. And Gigi Townsend, who was in... You produced that movie? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Congratulations. Yeah. No, I just knew, I knew you were you in, in it. it. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. that's dope. It's I in did. theaters and on, on May demand. 28th and on, okay. on streaming and in theaters. Dope. And then June, end of June, um, I have a movie that I produced uh, called Domino. That's mm-hmm. coming out. Uh, it's about dominoes. Okay. Which is fun and interesting. And then we have 12. 12. Talk about 12. 12 is fun. 12 is a, 12 is um. how am I talking about 12? You don't want to came up with 12. It doesn't matter, but you're the co-producer. I'm, you're here. We want to hear you say it. 12 Sticky talked about it. So we, Did he? Yeah, yeah. He was mad. He texted me. What? Why wasn't I here? Why didn't you do us on the same day so we could go hang ah, out and then we schedule. could go eat? Tight schedule. Well, um, no, st- uh, you, you came to me, obviously, mm-hmm. with 12, and uh, I liked it immediately and thought it was something that we could really develop into something that has legs and could go, you know, could rival other things that are on television now. Mm -hmm. Um, What I liked about you and the show was that I think we had, the easy part was that we saw the same vision for the show immediately. Mm -hmm. You didn't have to convince me that this is how you saw it. And I wasn't trying to convince you that this is how I saw it. The fortunately, it, we, we saw it the same, mm-hmm. um, which is huge when you have a partnership in a show. Sometimes people don't see things exactly the same way, mm-hmm. and that can become hard because then you have to start compromising. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we ever did. Mm-mm. No. And except for, I, did 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 you tell Sticky what you said when I first brought him up? No. That was I the said. only you went into it. I was not no. That was the only thing that I had to work on convincing you of. 
um, was him. What was my? What was it my it wasn't about him. It just right, wasn't right. what you saw when you first. Oh, oh, okay. Yes, yes. You're right. And it was. You're right. It wasn't about him. No, what it had it was, nothing to do with him. I think it what just, it was. I wanted him younger. Is what you it was. Do, that was yeah. one. Yeah, one aspect of it. You saw him yeah, as yeah, yeah. thirty or thirty-two. Yeah, yeah. They were like young. That. And I'm yeah. like, Mm-mm, these are some dirty people. They, yeah. they, they <clears> got, they got dirty longer. Right, right. And. All I could see when you first brought it up to me was him. Because I think he was one of the first things I said mm-hmm. is we need to call Sticky. Right, right. And you went into it and then you got into it and now. Yeah. See, and like and it. what it was is, yeah, it was an age thing. It was an age thing, yeah. Once once we did, well, I was actually with it even before the chemistry read. But once we yes. did the chemistry oh my God, read, was I was like, oh shit. Like, so sold. Yeah, dude, dude. So amazing. You can really bring that home. Sticky's a phenomenal actor. He is. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know that. I mean. He was Blade. He was right, but more than that, he's an actor's actor. Yeah, you know he yeah. can do anything, and he has such a stigma to, on top of him because of Onyx and because of it's kind of like I felt about Cube. Like I was scared of Cube. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people are scared of Sticky. Right. Sticky right. been throwing that same weight around for 25 years. <laughs> I like long Sticky. As we've That's been my guy. Friends for 27 years. I like Stick. That's my guy. Me too. Mm-hmm. He's my heart. So 12. 12 is a phenomenal and okay. While I've been sitting here, Greg texts me. Oh, yeah. I haven't read it yet, but he texts okay. me. So, homie you know. Greg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm excited about 12. I think it's going to change TV for us. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it will open doors for us to... I like that 12 is being created without fear. Right. I like that I don't have to say, let's just say this. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to convince you. Mm-hmm. That it should be said or shot or shown or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or explained. Like yeah. sometimes you do fight that battle in the room. It's like, mm-hmm. no, that's just too much. There's too much of this or too much of that. Yeah. And let's just scale it back. You don't you say ever say that to right. me. And I hope I don't ever say that to no, you. No, no, no. We haven't said that. Mm-mm. Me and you, we pushed the envelope. I think that's what I love. We try to <laughs> right. remember as we developed <laughs> in the fault. characters. I'm, we remember I laugh. I said, "Damn, we fucking over these characters." Oh my we god, I was stressed out for shit. them. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. I'm like, I need to shit. like, we gotta give them a break because <laughs> I'm stressed out for them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. But I, I think that's the uh, that's what's gonna make it different. I think we're gonna make history with twelve. Me I too. think that it's gonna be great. I think that uh, you know, because at first, you know, I had power. You know, mm-hmm. it was something I had power in my sights in terms of that's gonna be our competition, but. You see, it's now is yeah, it's something different. Mm-hmm. It's become something. I can't wait for the world to see it. Me too. I think it's going to be awesome. And, it, and it's spinoffs. Yeah. Oh, and it's spinoffs. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, see. You forgot about You know, the spin-off. funny thing about it is Sticky did the same thing. We was wrapping up, and he said, yeah, but I want to talk about 12. I was like, <laughs> I said, oh, shit. <laughs> How the fuck? Well, that's what he said. You forgot to plug your own thing. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? How yeah, you was, do that? That's what he do, you know, Sticky. Yeah, yeah I want to talk about 12, that's you know. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, how the I fuck I'm going to forget my own shit? Right. You know what I mean? So Probably yeah, the spinoffs. Me. The spinoffs. We have dope spinoffs from yeah. 12. There's this, that's why I said it has legs. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We've been working hard, you know. So are, do, you yeah. have any, do, you have, do you have any plans to get back to music? I have never left music. I've just left getting paid from it. Okay. Um, I still have friends in the industry. They still call me all the time. Come do this session. Come play on this. Come sing on that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just, just throw some background on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll do it for friends, mm-hmm. but I don't ever want to make it a business again. We're right. so far away from that part, but I feel like the music is almost like 
as illustrious as the acting career. Like, yeah, those are huge. It's huge. Acts. Those are huge credits. Time, yeah. yeah, huge yeah. credits. Long time. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, you're very accomplished, you know, all jokes aside, you know, I know I bust your balls all the time, but you do. You know, yeah. You're but so you're, good at it. But I'm very, very proud to be your friend. And, you know, seriously, <clears throat> on this show, that's what I created the platform for, to bring people on, to give them their flowers while they're here. <laughs> I want to give you your flowers Thank while you. you're here. Have I ever given you flowers? No. Okay. I guess it would be no reason to, huh? Maybe yeah. I can send you some dandelions. You don't do flowers. Nah, blow you're not like, you you're not, he's not, he's not soft like that. Not, not, not in the word I want to use. You don't think about those things. I don't. I'm not real. He hardly called oh, me and said name. happy birthday. That's bullshit. Hardly. That's bullshit. It was the fastest happy birthday I sent you a text bullshit. and said how I appreciate you, how you're an amazing friend and person. And, I don't remember You know what I'm saying? Thing. Yeah, I did I'm all that circle shit. Circle back and look at that. I, go back and look Court, at it. Court is a very caring friend. I, know I have no doubt about that. <laughs> yeah. He just treats me bad. No. I mean, because, no, because on your birth, I mean, hitting 60 is a, that's a milestone. <laughs> See? See, Shay? By the, Shay? By, the way, by the way, if you lean over here, this is the only one that stuck out out of all of them. That's the only one that stuck out oh, in a major way. About? In a major way. Don't. Uh, oh. That's the only one that stuck out in a major way. Wow. I like dude. Not anymore. I like you dude. You don't get to now. Damn. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Okay. Wow. Brutal. Wow. Really brutal. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, when I just read this article. The bruises like, that I had. I just read this article and it's crazy. The scratches. I, I was. So that's a, that's a real thing. Because I remember oh, yeah. it happened <laughs> while he was doing another movie. Yes, in the South. That I like. Mm-hmm. No, I, I read the article about what has already been published. And I was like, Jesus Christ. And you don't know the half. Wow. That's just what I just read. Right. Just wow. 40, still, 40 minutes ago. There's still people who have never spoken. Damn. Okay. All right. So, um, but on this show, we, uh, you know, give people their flowers. Give me my flowers. Here. Yes. Here, come on. Yeah. You know, but I, on a serious note, I just want to say you're an amazing person and a major, uh, an amazing talent, an amazing mm-hmm. producer. I appreciate you. Um, uh, personally and professionally, you know, saying you hold my hand, you teach me, you protect me, you know, and my job. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Jasmine amazing. Lewis, court dogs protector. Yeah, for sure. She Don't sleep on no muscles. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> I got him. Uh, I'm not, but I'm yeah, not just want to give you your flowers and you, us as a community, you know, uh, we love your work. We love everything you've done. We Thank love you. that. You know, that bright smile <laughs> that uh, I know is so ratchet and devious, you know what I mean? But we appreciate you, my love. Thank and we're pulling you. up on Billy. Yeah, we're pulling up on and Billy. Billy Marshall got it coming. Billy Marshall and this nigga. Yeah, that's all we you know. Okay, so uh, <laughs> so uh, mm-hmm. thank you for coming to the show, Miss. Thank you for having me. Jasmine Lewis. Thank you for having me. All right. Yay. I'm home caught. It's standing trial. Why ain't I see you round back when I was down? I'm home caught, it's standing trial. Why ain't I see you round back when I was down? They ain't believing me in the beginning. Who wanna hang around now they see me winning? I'm home caught, it's standing trial. Why ain't I see you round back when I was down? Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. 
Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs>